0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this feel-good Masters of Golf Friday, April 7, 2023, sports program starts now. Feel good! That's a lot of words. A lot of words. I was trying to figure out how I was going to balance it together because this is a different Feel Good Friday than any other Feel Good Friday. This is the Masters of Golf mm. Feel Good Friday Hell where is. we have a great tournament happening down there in Augusta, Georgia. There's some big names at the top of the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that as the day rolls on. Allegedly supposed to be crazy storms. Guess what? Donardo's De dead. Nobody knows how to read the weather. Oh. The weather is perfectly fine down there in Augusta. Should be a fantastic day two following a fantastic day one. Five rounds of 67 or less were shot Mm. yesterday. Six in the entirety of the tournament last year were shot. So the boys are buzzing, the boys are playing, and an amateur named Sam Bennett is stealing the show. He's a Zinner, a Zinosaur, a Zinosaurus Rex. He is a guy who's out of Texas A&M. He's ranked 46th in points for college golf. He's the number six amateur in the world, won the U.S. Amateur Championship, gets to play in the Masters. Mm. This fucker goes bananas on the master's course yesterday. Mom. He's in like sixth place right now. Drained a birdie literally to start today. He's going to continue to go and be in a fantastic tale about having an opportunity, seizing it and making the most of it, all the while having an incredible tattoo on his left forearm, which was the last note that his father said to him before his dad passed away from like early onset
1: old. Alzheimer's.
0: Yeah. So, and it's his actual handwriting yeah. and mm-hmm. it's right there on his forearm and it says like, "Don't wait to do something." To do something. Perfect messaging yep. for an amateur playing At the Masters, Mm -hmm. especially coming from his dad. He's been balling. I've enjoyed getting to know about him. But the Masters of golf is always electrifying, and this year is no different. There's also some NFL stories that we have to put a cap on for the week. We'll be joined by Calvin Johnson in about 25 minutes or so. Obviously, Calvin Johnson is that Calvin Johnson, the guy who had punt coverage on him Mm -hmm. whenever he was playing wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Hell yeah. Wow. The old Detroit Lions, not the brand-new Lions. Yep. The old Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. He'll be joining us here in about 25 minutes to chit-chat about his company, Primitive Elevated Wellness, which is combining a cannabis company that he's a part of and a wellness brand to make magical stuff that has, like, CBD, electrolytes, right. trying to make the world a better place, which is what Calvin Johnson has done literally since the day he came onto the scene at Georgia Tech, where he was bigger, stronger, faster, and better than everybody. I think he built, like, a well system or something like that. Calvin Johnson's like a guy. Calvin yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnson is mm-hmm. a legend. He'll be joining us in 25 minutes. And Dana White will join us Dana, okay. in the third hour. Massive weekend for the UFC. Izzy is back in the octagon fighting against an old rival. That's right. Mr. Pereira, who has beat him four straight times. Right? Was that what the number
2: was? I believe so, yeah.
0: Three straight times? Four, time? This one, will be the fourth time? This will be the fourth, I okay, think. Yes. Okay, so two times in a previous promotion, kickboxing or something yep, like yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beat Izzy. Obviously, Adesanya is the greatest athlete of all time. Style bender is how he was being chatted about. He lost to Pereira in their first fight in the UFC here. They fought before just in November. This is a rematch for the title. Will be the main event down in Miami. That will also have Street Jesus Jorge Masvidal okay. battling against... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Gilbert, uh, uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Burns.
2: Burns. There it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Gilbert Arenas was almost fighting in the UFC tomorrow in my head. Yeah. Yeah. That would be sweet. That, it should That is literally how the name popped. Gilbert popped in my head. The reason why they are such a good storyline that we can talk to Dana about is because when he made the announcement that it don't matter how this goes. Mm-hmm. Nope. Kobe Covington's getting the next shot at the title with Leon Edwards. There's a lot of boo, boo. He's mm-hmm. down in Miami. That's Jorge City down yeah. there. I mean, it's going to be an electrifying atmosphere. Can't wait to see what Dana White's predicting, projecting, and thinking about going into another massive one. And are they still doing that – that uh the,
2: the old the slapping. Oh yeah, there's still bah, bah. slapping. That's still going on. I think uh-huh. so. Da Ta. wah. Ha. Yeah, Fingies locked. Wow,
0: you got thirty seconds. Tell me, fingers to stop.
2: <laughs> <sighs> all right, all right, stand up. <laughs> here we go. You good? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, here we go. I don't think I feel good still. <laughs>
1: Oh! Oh no, he didn't go down. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> my turn again. Yeah. <sighs> Don't flinch! Don't <sighs> flinch!
2: Boom. Oh, he's locked up.
0: Boom! <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is Do that the whole eat. thing? We've only seen the clips, and obviously, this is a clips. Contest. That's what this was made for. This was made for clips on the internet. Dana has been very open about that. Like, our social media action is this. The digital uh, footprint is this. Mm -hmm. We're competing against other people. We're beating everybody in the numbers. It's like classic internet content. People getting smacked right in the mouth and locking up. Yeah.
1: Golly, though. That's a lot of them, though, coming out of one place. It is. I mean, it's hard not to laugh every time you see
0: the the guy doing the Uh squaring up Mm -hmm. Uh and just waiting for it. We've been seeing those for a long time on the Uh internet. Now, normally they were coming out of, like, Russia or Mm -hmm. Eastern Europe. And there'd be some little tiny fuck. And then there was some massive fuck. And I was like, well, we all know what's going to happen. There's no way this is what's going to happen as we're watching it. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, yep, exactly what we thought was going (laughs) to happen. The big bear of a fuck smacks paw mitt through little tiny head. Little tiny head disappears out of the shot.
2: Right. And dead. Now it's a sport.
0: People are making money. Oh yeah, it crushes. People are making good money off of this. That's right. You know, a lot of things are happening. I guess that's the the positive. Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people are making a living out of it. People are signing up for it. Wes, Dana, if it's still going, I assume it is. Also, the Ultimate Fighter. What's going on with uh, Chandler and Conor McGregor? they gonna fight or what yeah, are they gonna fight up there at 225 yeah, well. what are we gonna do what <laughs> what way are we how play? are you gonna get it yeah. figured out we'll talk to Dana about that AJ Hawk will join us and also your phone calls at 1-833-432-3663 that's the 5-hour energy phone line 1-833-4 should be a fantastic feel good Friday we're very thankful that you're here the toxic table here as well at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt one half of the hammer Cowboys turn Diggs is here obviously Pac-Man's been with us the last three days to the future concert last night. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah, he went to the future concert here in Indianapolis. I didn't know if any of the boys went. At Evan Fox, he didn't go. At Viva nope. Lazito didn't go. Nick Moraldo in the back did not go. Dirty's in the back, he did not go. Bruce, we thought maybe he could go. Yeah. But he had to get to bed because this morning there was a new Drake song out. That's yeah. It's a vibe, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. There's no chance that he could go to that future concert last night because future concert will lead to a little bit more afterwards. But and then all of a sudden he's a little late. On the search uh-huh. and rescue out of Drake. Mm-hmm. So Bruce wasn't going to allow that to happen. No. We did have somebody that went last night. Yes. And obviously that's Mitt. And Mitt is currently answering the phone, so he's a little bit behind. But Mitt went and paid a shit ton of money to go watch Future last yep. night. Uh-huh. And there was certainly a lot of music
2: played last night. Oh yeah. Uh, not a lot by Future though. Really? No, nope. not as much. I guess, it was a, miss it? I guess it was a quick in and out out of future. I, the other guy, you know, he did his whole set list.
0: We're just we were not there. I'm Mitt had a fantastic time. He did. But the way it sounded like is Mitt was like G Herbo was yeah, star of the show. Don oh, Oliver was
2: <laughs> the guy.
0: And then it was like, well, he played all his hits. Played all his hits. And, and then he left. Yeah, yeah then he got out of there. So I, I think Mitt was hoping for more future last night.
1: Yeah. I, I'm guessing everyone who paid to go see Future last night was hoping for more future last night.
0: But
2: it's only bangers only.
1: Yeah. Right. It you might know? have
2: been because he was catching up with Pac-Man. Legit. <laughs> and
0: he was, yeah. There's a chance that Pac-Man is the reason that he did not play. Sure. Because Pac and Future, I do believe, were having a little rendezvous uh, last night at the concert. So that would be a rather hilarious development of the whole thing. But we'll ask Pac-Man about that on Tuesday whenever he rejoins us on stage. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Mitt living his best fucking life. Yeah, yeah. Well, Let's dive into some NFL stories that are kind of going on. Uh, let's talk about the Masters first. Let's. Let's just go ahead and dive into it. Mm-hmm. Right now, Brooks Koepka of Live.
2: Let's yes. go.
0: Is currently in a commanding lead. Had an incredible eagle earlier, a couple birdies, pars. Everything seems to fall. He won a live golf tournament last week. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that Netflix drive to survive golf Thing. That's yep. right. Brooks Kepka thought he was never going to be able to win golf again. Almost had, uh, I don't want to say the yips, but kind of mentally mm-hmm. just was down on himself. Didn't think he was the same Brooks Kepka. When you watch that, you almost feel bad for Brooks Kepka, but you also get the easy understanding of why he took a hundred and some million dollars. Yep. Yep. At that particular time, the guy thought he was never going to win golf again. Then... When he finds it yet again, happens to be, what, one week before the fucking Masters mm-hmm. where everybody's going to be there and the Super Bowl of golf yeah. is taking place? What perfect timing for Brooks Kepka to get hot, find his swing, find his confidence. Seems like that's where he's at. Brooks Kepka might win this fucking thing. Oh. He's doing it right
3: now. Yeah, he was uh, awesome yesterday. Tied 7-under uh, yesterday with Hovland and Rombo Bombo, who have not gone off yet today. Uh, and then Brookie Cookie came out this morning. He was 4-under, I believe, through 14, and he's... I believe he just got on in two in the par 5, 15th. So I think he's got an eagle putt on 15 coming up here to extend his lead before the other leaders go off this afternoon.
0: Where's Whammy Sammy Bennett at?
3: He is 5-under. Wow! For the tournament, wow, Which Whammy t- Sam t- eight,
0: I believe. Okay, really? What about Pander for Xander? Where's he at? Yeah.
3: Listen, I didn't make up Rookie Cookie. Everybody calls him Rookie Cookie. Well, Robbie oh. Bomb, yeah, yeah Bomb. Everybody calls him that too. I- what about Whammy Sam?
0: Whammy Sam, yeah. yeah. nobody Sammy calls, calls him that. We don't know. He's an amateur.
2: We've yeah. never heard of the guy,
0: Gary exactly. Wary Woodland. How's, yeah. I mean,
1: how's he doing? He's
2: he's so hit or miss. I like the way he plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, scary, Gary. <laughs> That's right. Vicious Victor. What what time is he tee off, Tony? Why don't you said? Shut the fuck up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I believe they're uh, the
3: Rom and uh, Hovland go off around like one ish, one two ish. That's when the storms will be coming around three, four o'clock. I oh, think. Right tough on, time.
0: Uh, stormy warmies. Oh no! <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> You did just back-to-back with the name. Mm-hmm. Had to. So it was hard not to only focus on that. But it was a stacked and packed leaderboard. Right now, Brooks Kepka, Jason Day, obviously we know him. Rom, Victor Hovland, everybody that we know is pretty much at the top of this playing good golf. That's what these majors are going to be. And obviously the Super Bowl of golf, the Masters of golf, having them perform this well is great news for all
3: parties. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler was up there 400 yesterday. He's one over today, not playing as well today. Jordan uh, Spieth was uh, 300 yesterday, he even put two Balls in the water. I think he's two under today. call was three under for the day. So, I mean, it's happening again today. And that's the that's leaderboard you want to see.
2: Uh, Moraka was cheating, though. I mean, this guy's moving his ball. That's up. not true. That. What? With,
0: yeah, the internet tried to fucking bury Colin Morikawa. Yeah, I saw it. He moved his ball close. No, they took no. the clip out of context. At that point, Shocker. where the coin was, was not where the ball originally was. My he ass. was trying to steady that ball in that green, which I have been told. Could be a little bit difficult. Makes okay. sense. You know, we looked into it. Those greens can roll pretty quick oh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a little breeze coming through there. Also, sitting on the edge of something could be a little difficult. He just threw his coin down willy-nilly while he was trying to keep his ball mm-hmm. in one spot. Sure. And then as soon as the ball Thank was in you. his spot, because we did, boom, marked it. Here we go. That's where we're supposed to be. They were trying to kill this man. They were. He said, I don't cheat. What do you think I nah. am? Came off the tour. Yeah. That's what That's people terrifying. were saying. That's what they they do it. Saying. it. No. We just literally said Why He's a liar. Tre- he, we, he's not lying.
2: Allegedly, there's only one cheater on Tor Connor and it's not Colin Yeah, it's Fats Reed, allegedly. Whoa, allegedly. whoa, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa. Cheater. Oh. I mean, we heard it yesterday. <laughs> don't sue us. Don't <laughs> sue us. <laughs> Shout out to the Chris Vernon show. Yeah. Old Verno,
0: he has 1.3 million views as of two minutes ago. No, I'm sorry, 30 minutes ago, on his Masters update video, which has almost become a part of the Masters. Oh, yeah. In our world, definitely. I don't know how many other people. I look forward to, "Mm, that's what's going on in Augusta every single year. Uh This dude's a fucking genius. (laughs) Yesterday, whenever he found out that Kevin Na withdrew, and then he said, Kevin said, nah. (laughs) Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Whenever he found another word to rhyme with Shoffley, the full celebration? Yep. Warranty. <laughs> we are big fans of this guy, and Brooks just had another birdie yep. here. I mean, Brooks is cooking. Come on. Brooks, Brookie Cookie is cooking. Exactly. Exactly. In Chilling. the kitchen of augusta georgia so congrats all the golfers putting on a show and congrats to the masters having the only coverage at masters.com and it being the greatest app maybe ever existing it has not had one flub
1: nope no there is no no ads no freeze it's like
0: 4k it is like the best one of the best viewer experiences i've had on an app yeah obviously the masters haven't figured out foxy
4: Yeah, no, it's incredible. Yesterday, I was just going through it. Roy McIlroy, why'd he play so bad? Oh, double bogey, and then I got to see each shot and why he double bogeyed like this. It's such good internet, too,
1: you know? I wonder if they're trying to sell it. I don't know. It's been like that for like Yeah, for almost 10-plus years, probably. How
0: come every app's not like that, though? It's
1: Uh, such an incredible
0: app. How come every golf course isn't as well-manicured? It's like, when you look at this, it's like, these motherfuckers are the best at everything, it appears. And the people that are talking about them, it's... It's ridiculous the people that talk about how good the Masters uh-huh. is. Yes, it's like every human that has experienced pretty much every fucking good thing is always like Augusta is the, one. the place. Right. I wonder why. Is it attention to detail? Is it execution? Is it? It's place? almost
5: like there's
3: something else afoot here.
2: Yeah, and something Nick, out
3: of this world, maybe. I, I
2: agree with Nick, and maybe not even out of this world, maybe more so in the world, Nick, of Augusta. But, I mean, they just take it more seriously, I assume. Like a bunch of lizards? Different. Yeah. No, hey, no, different li- no, no lizards. Yeah, it's different down there for sure, Tony, I'd say. Pat,
4: those people that say that, though, they've obviously been to Augusta. Were they the one that potentially got you that? new hat you're wearing? I've never seen you
0: wear that hat Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. This hat was a gift. This hat was a Seven gift, okay. This hat yeah. was a gift. Okay. Right. This ball was football. a gift. Whoa. 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 Whoa! Had this yesterday. Nobody mm-hmm. noticed. That's right. Yeah, this is a uh, this is an Augusta football.
2: Wow. Yeah. Cool. Cool. It's a great
0: gift. Thank you for this gift. Whoever got it for me, mm-hmm. you're the best.
2: we, Wee, wee,
1: it.
0: <laughs> it's old school football. Yeah.
1: yeah. Nice leather. Gosh, just there, like right.
0: Bobby Jones and Clifford Roberts wanted it, the mm-hmm. founders of Augusta National, that has one of the greatest wine cellars uh-huh. in the history. Oh, yeah. That's what they are. they're reporting it. Yeah. They're reporting that. That's has been sweet. reported by somebody. Yep. Heard
1: yep. Joe Pompliano, yeah, I believe. Right. Talking per, about per it. Absolutely.
0: I've heard it's a beautiful place. Heard That's what it. Joe Pompliano was talking about.
2: Yeah. Pomp knows everything about it. They say Augusta. people
0: sit down at that. This is just obviously what I said. 10, 11 bottles of wine just like yeah. crushing. That's what I've heard, yeah.
6: yeah.
2: I've heard of that yeah. place. Just a fantastic experience, what I've been mm-hmm. told. I could see that. Did Pompliano say anything about how much of this wine is just – all underneath Augusta, or is it an unlimited wine cellar? How's it work? I don't know. That is one.
0: that is an interesting. Uh, what did Pompliano yeah. all say? That is yeah, there was
2: thirty pages
3: to choose from on this of their wine cellar, which is a <sighs> lot of pages of wine. Wow. Okay, Sheesh. so that's the
0: menu. Sure. Yeah. Pompliano reported nothing about the actual wine cellar itself. Uh,
3: not that I saw. I said it was just beautiful. okay. Yeah, I just heard it was beautiful. Okay, no, heard okay. it was
0: beautiful. That might have
2: been on Golf Digest.
0: All right, let's, let's talk know. about. Uh, let's talk about you know, kind of fighting through some things. Okay. Of course. I just want to let everybody know I've strained my, uh my pop, my popliteus. Yep. My popliteus. <laughs> the platypus <laughs> muscle. My uh, popliteus muscle, which is right in the back of the left knee now. So if you see me moving today, oh, a little gingerly, mm-hmm. it's because my my popliteus uh, right here in the back of my left knee yeah, yeah. got strained yesterday during some Thunderball. Now, mm. I choose to wear some new shoes yesterday. That was because those other shoes I knew would come and go. You know, I was, I was running them hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was almost time to get a new pair of Thunderball shoes. Oh, yeah. So I got a new pair. I shouldn't have done that. I, my fucking poplity just. Just on fire. Yeah, just couldn't handle it. Just full on ache. I had to get the game ready out last night. Oh. I had to do the whole thing. Wife, eight months pregnant. Mocking my mobility oh, around the house.
3: What kind of shoes did you? What new shoes did you
0: have? Well, I had some Nike runners on. Oh, uh, they okay. were runners, That's runner shoes, mm. and I don't know if they were ready for Thunderball. I think it was for if I was just, just running, running straight.
4: Yeah, they looked like
0: nice shoes. They were. They felt good too. I don't. I, to be honest, I don't know. There's your uh, popliteus. You know, oh, this is right. no. it's in the back there. You know, so you could actually feel it. It's kind of the thing that connects, obviously, your hamstring to your. Well, very your knee bone. very important muscle. Yeah, it touches a lot of things too. If you look right. around there, there's a ligament in there, there's a strain in there. Couple yeah, bones. my popliteus right now a little bit strained because of uh, Thunderball. So sometimes you just got to battle through some stuff. I did miss Thunderball this morning though, first time, yeah. and uh, not
4: happy about it. We missed you. It wasn't the same. Boy, I want to let you guys know on Monday. Okay, I'm back. Mm-hmm. Is that what the doc saying? That, is that
2: what the doctor's saying? cleared? Two days. That's what I heard, right? Three is that not what we heard? That's what that we heard. What I'd heard. expect nothing less. Three days recovery. Mm-hmm.
0: Should be all right. You're
3: not a big fatso, so you should be good. You're in great shape. Yeah, it's not like there's an organization going to keep you out here.
0: I'm not in, like, the greatest of shape, okay, but I am in okay shape. Hmm. You put me in one of those re- wrestling rings, though, next to some of those guys. Cool. Logan Paul has a 14-pack. Yeah. Did you Correct. see that guy? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Austin Theory. Ugh. Terrible guy. Terrible guy. Freaking sucks. Sh- shredded. Stupid. Everybody over there is just absolutely strapped. Ricochet. Even the Miz. Even the Miz. Who's, yeah. He's got to be near 60 years of age at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Just absolutely shredded. So I appreciate you saying that. I do. I would like to start my fitness journey yet again here. But I'm being held up by my ideas. So I'm going to get that thing better. I'm going to be back on Monday. And you guys are in some shit. I might have been told by the person I talked to that taught me the name of the Papliteus. Mm-hmm. Okay. That this was a seven to ten day thing. Oh, no. And oh. that I need
2: to... Oh, so you're
0: out next week. He doesn't understand, though, that the morning Thunderbolt, boys... Don't take seven to ten no, yeah. no, no, no. That's, Who has that time? That's no, a different organization. So I got a massive weekend. He will rise and come at some point right, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Got family that I'll be able to see. Uh, tonight I'll be able to hang out and sleep and rest mm-hmm. with the wife. I mean, I'm back Monday morning like nothing ever happened. You need to know that.
2: Yeah, I hope so. But what happens if you come out here and your popliteus sacks up and then you're out, you know, 14 to 21 days? You want that to happen? What is this guy?
4: Can't doing? have that. Thunderball will die without you. I'll it, just be honest. Don't. It, it will die without you. No, I'll be here. Your popliteus has to get it together. Nah, but tell I'll talk that shit. knee to get it
0: together. Well, Let's give it's, all it's that a Is there water in your pool right, <laughs> right now? would be the right play here. The water in your pool right now?
6: Yeah.
3: Okay, Head from your sauna to that pool. I assume was. That's it smart. is heated, but it's probably it's probably a little chilly right now.
0: No, yeah, the wife is in charge of the pool. She uh, put that thing set to ninety eight degrees. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Hey. So we got a big hot tub and a little hot tub. Okay, okay. that's awesome. <laughs> Should be pretty expensive, <laughs> but water, you know, it helps with the whole yeah. Keep that being in there. pregnant, you know. Are it's, you
4: worried that you're going to be slower and not as good at Thunderball
0: anymore? They said I'm coming back better than ever. They said that's what. When my popliteus, this no. ain't Tommy John. Listen, my of the back of the leg. I don't eight, know. Come
2: back better after three days or seven to ten days.
0: Well, the popliteus is going to heal. Listen, I talked to a wise man yesterday. Okay? Who's that? Paul Heyman. No, well, he. I would talk to Paul, and he would probably say something similar. Okay. Shout out to Paul, the maestro of the microphone. Another person, similar profession uh, as as the wise man, and uh, he had to go through a procedure. Okay, he had to go through p- he, No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the papitis, Okay, but just the body as a whole. Mm-hmm. He had to go through a procedure on his body okay, yesterday. Godspeed. He knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, uh, you know, how long has this been happening? What do you had to get fixed? He was like, ah, it's been like a couple years, but, you know, the doc tells me I have like a vitamin C deficiency. I go, okay, sounds good. I tell my body, we're making more vitamin C now. Yeah. Fucking taking. We don't need your supplements. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you're, you got an iron deficiency. No problem. Let me tell my body, fucking start making a little bit more iron. Wake up. I'll start focusing on it now. My body will take mm-hmm. care of it. He said it's the first time that his body didn't just didn't fucking take care of it for. Okay. Had to do the surgery. He'll be out like a week or two. Oh,
6: no. I'm,
0: I'm a similar thing. As he was laying out that whole thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, my fucking dumb, arrogant... Selfish, cocky ass has done the same thing. Like, hey, you got a problem with your blah blah blah? You should probably do this. Okay, cool. Let me tell my body. <laughs> All right, let me just figure it out. Let me tell my body to go ahead and fix that. So, what I'm saying is, I've talked to my yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, the popliteus on the left leg knows Monday's a deadline. Gotcha. And if it doesn't get a fix, I'm worried I've lost it. Like this man who talked to me yesterday Uh, is very worried about losing everything. So I just (laughs) – I kind of would like to keep that all in touch. So if I'm not out here on Monday, maybe uh, ask me how I'm doing because I'm probably going to be going through some tough times instead of the normal bullying that you normally
2: do. All right, absolutely. Well, how did that conversation go with the papaydeus? Did it – was it receptive or was it a little worried? You
0: tell me. You see it right now. What did I do yesterday?
2: Well, I mean, what was i doing yesterday that that's my point yesterday you were you know wheeling around in that wheelchair like you really were lying today Boom! now Look at this guy today like <laughs> <yeah, yeah. Popideus. laughs> no. but i'm just saying what did the pie say because i know what you're saying but i want to know this, what the dude. bodies were said listen was. i got
0: I shouldn't drop my trials right now.
2: I'll thinking you about I just shaved the back of my leg to put what
7: these heat patch on. I saw that. that. You did. I, was, my I also
2: saw you try and
7: like, the, you know, bend
0: over shack, and pick something like up. Jack,
2: Icy Hot it. patch? Boom.
7: Yeah. I There's
0: shaved someone. the popliteus area mm-hmm. to put that thing on there. Yeah, Smart. Always... Not easy to shave the back of the knee. Mm-mm. You know, I used to shave the whole body a lot just because. Started in soccer because I would be uh, potentially every once in a while. Yeah, You're like oh, boom! Mm-hmm. Sorry about it, okay. you know, asshole on the field. And then I played against some French kids, and they started pulling my Ricking hair and hairs on you know? yeah. my leg. I'm like, Ooh, don't love that. Good move, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, that was uh, that was a good move. Did
2: they say, oh, we we need this? Yeah.
0: What's that? We the need. hair. No, no. What?
3: They try to rip it off you and put it on their body.
0: No. <laughs> No, the French are hairy. They, they just tried to they tried to make my life miserable. Especially their armpits. So I literally said, well, I ain't, that ain't ever happened to me again. So I just started shaving my whole body. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah, started looking cool too. Are you sure you
4: don't want to ease your way into this? Maybe go like zero on one and then maybe go doubles and then All go right. 50% <sighs> singles and then, and then maybe ramp yourself up to
0: 100%. We do have an update on Zion Williamson that we'll be doing in the second hour and I am not happy about it. Nope. Okay, just Bullshit. know that our Zion Williamson update <laughs> is – one that is not going to be good for those of us that are massive Zion Williamson fans, That's right. which I am as well. Sham Sharani broke some news earlier. We'll talk about that in the second hour. Let's talk about some things happening around mm-hmm. the NFL. We've seen Aaron Rodgers coming out of Topanga Rocks. That's right. mm-hmm. Small bag, little Buddhist behind him. Chose yeah. not to buy that. Did buy something that fit in a tiny little paper bag that is uh, recyclable yeah. because at Topanga Rocks, we're making the world a better place, better be. not a worse place. Well said. Now, New York Post- captured those photos i don't know if they paid more than tmz did to the pops that were sitting Mm -hmm. outside of topanga rocks i'd assume that particular rock store has a lot of celebs coming in and out those rocks with a full moon around you know that it's going to be a busy season it was it was was basically black friday for topanga rocks with a blue moon on the horizon uh in a couple weeks and the pink moon last night so you're talking about a busy place for people that believe in those types of things and practice that type of stuff aaron Rodgers was there a lot of people wondered, is Aaron Rodgers getting better right now? Mm. Mm. What's Aaron doing? He's at Is he staring at the whales out there mm. of his house in Malibu, watching them either fuck or give birth? We haven't been given an answer on what it is yet. Whenever you're whale watching what they're actually doing, Aaron doesn't even know what the the thing is. Aaron's getting after it. Yeah. Aaron has not been traded to the Jets just yet, and Jeremy Fowler reported this morning that it's all because of contingency picks for the next couple years, depending upon how long Aaron Rodgers plays. That'll get figured out, they're saying. The Packers and Jets have an agreement. There is just future contingency picks that need to get sorted because they don't know how long Aaron Rodgers will be playing. Aaron Rodgers is getting after it. With who? Former teammate? Al Lazard. And Alan Lazard is now...
1: He's he's a New York Football jet. jet and what?
0: his future teammate. Oh yeah. my God! Working out right now, doing stuff physically. Wow. So not only is he working with his rocks and spiritually, emotionally, not only is he watching the Whales do their thing, Mm -hmm. he's busting his ass with Alan Lazard. Mm -hmm. Alan Lazard, they're playing tag. much fun they're having. Let's let's (laughs) have fun playing football again, is what Alan Lazard said and what Aaron said. And then they did their little handshake afterwards that they do after throwing touchdowns to each other. And now they're just preparing to be the best football players they could possibly be for the New York Jets whenever a deal is done. Ty, whenever you see two old friends Mm -hmm. gathering like this and having the time of their life, you can't help but be happy for them. It looks like they're enjoying life more than they've ever enjoyed. Ain't that right, Ty? Uh,
1: You know, I actually don't have any malice. Like you know, like I said, I'm kind of pat. I'm pat. Like it's over and done with. Neither one of these guys are Packers anymore. So either you can bitch and moan about that fact, or you can. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it and say, hey, you know what? Two former Packer greats are enjoying their time together these guys are still buddies and they're looking forward to the next chapter of their careers you know which Packers fans should look forward to the next chapter of our team's you know uh hell yeah ne- next run but but yeah you love to see it I mean people were kind of wondered like or worried you know hey Rodgers is he's shopping for rocks he's doing all this other bullshit he's drinking you know bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I said that. I'm saying a lot of people are saying, what's this bullshit this guy's doing? You oh, know?
0: okay, and his flip-flops on yeah, gravel, He exactly. probably hurt his toes. A he might have hurt, hurt his toes. Tough feet. Good to know, COVID.
1: T- Guy hasn't lost it, okay? He's not going to go a couple weeks without, you know, throwing the pigskin or, you know, getting a nice little workout in. He's going to be ready to go whenever this thing goes goes through. Jets fans should be very excited
0: about what do you that. What do you think he said to Alan Lazard there, Connor? What do you think is uh, – what are we laughing about? Gotcha! Uh, Big I assume, Apple!
2: I assume it was something like, hey, Alan, I got you a really cool gift, and it's in a shoe box, and then he opens the box, and it's one of those – tiny rocks from Topanga and he's like, just kidding. It's just a rock. I know you hate rocks. What if that was a rock that Alan Lazard always
0: wanted? Mm -hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? So he was just trying to hug him and Aaron's like, I'm just being a good friend. (laughs) And Alan Lazard's like, get over here, man. (laughs) Is that what's going on? Probably a
3: new prosperity rock for him going from one team to another. He needs different rocks. It's, the lighting and the sun and moon is much different in Green Bay than it is New York, so we needed a new set of rocks, and Aaron was nice enough to give him that.
0: Okay, wearing a panda suit, I mean... Look at the knee drive on Aaron. Still got it. Remember, Mm -hmm. he's still got a little bit of wiggle. A lot of people calling him washed. that are Packers fans. But then those same people are going to be pissed off for the lack of what you got in draft picks on the other side. Guy's terrible. We didn't get enough for him. Two different things that some people will be fighting for over in the Packers fan base. But I seen Jordan Love thrown with Aaron Jones. That's right. They looked unbelievable. This might be a win-win-win for all parties. Mm -hmm. Very rarely do you get to see that. I'm excited for everybody in the next step. Now... If the Jets do bad, Aaron will be judged for all of this very, very heavily. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we talked to a Jets fan yesterday, and that Jets fan off-air was incredibly negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, I'm hearing about all the weapons we have and how good our team is and how good Aaron Rodgers is. We're the fucking Jets, dude. Exactly. What is Aaron going to do whenever we're 1-9 for whatever reason? It's like, whoa, dude. That is a negative attitude. We need to get you some fucking rocks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Charge him from the full moon. Let's go ahead and turn this thing around. If he goes on and has success, he's going to be judged accordingly for that. Right. And just like the Packers. How many years should they be given? That's a big question. At least two, I think, with mm-hmm. Jordan playing football for the first time, really, this year and Guti getting a chance to see his whole team for the first time. Mm-hmm. I'll be excited to see three years from now how we judge it all. Joining us now is a man that we all judge the exact same way. This dude was a fucking dog, <laughs> an absolute stallion on the football field for Georgia Tech, and then the Detroit Lions, first ballot Hall of Famer, even though we all believe we were robbed of getting, him to see, getting to see him play football for as long as he definitely could have, former Detroit Lion. Now, one of the founders of Primitive and Primitive Elevated Wellness, making the world a better place, ladies and gentlemen, Calvin Johnson. Yeah.
6: Hey. Calvin.
8: Hey, hey, what up, fellas?
0: Hey, how are you, man? Living good?
8: Good, Pat. How you doing, man? I'm good. I man. see you all the time. You look good. <laughs> hey,
0: thank you. You look good too, dude. Uh, you working out <laughs> I still? It. We still in? What are, like, what did you play at? And what are you at now? And will this be what you are forever?
8: I played at like right at 240. I'm like right at 230 right now, and I'll probably be 225 to 230. That's probably where I'm at.
0: When you retired, uh, that's me too. We look differently. Uh, Whenever uh, you retired, obviously everybody wanted you to still play. Did you work out as if you could potentially go back for an extended period of time after you retired? Or did you flip the switch, move on completely, I'm retired Calvin Johnson now?
8: Man, I knew the day that I retired, man. I worked my ass off. I knew when I retired, I was going to go sit on my couch and, and enjoy it. You know, that didn't last long because, you know, we're so used to being structured and whatnot. So, you know, I got back into it. You know, I'm, I stay active. I live an active life. You know, snowboard season is coming to an end now, sadly. But um, uh, so now I was trying to get, you know, get ready for golf. <laughs> you shred Powell? Dude, you shred Powell out there? You go? Bro, I, I, I was in Park City a week or two ago, last week, I think. And we had like a foot and a half of snow. It was like just shy of my knees. It was, it was beautiful. Did you do that your whole life or did you get into it once you got retired? Yeah, I, I wasn't doing nothing on ice while I was playing uh, <laughs> I'm in the South, man. <laughs> so we don't do nothing on ice, man. And so uh, my wife, though, she's from Michigan. Uh, she got me skiing uh, right after I retired. And I switched over to snowboard probably like a year after skiing. How come? It, I like being locked in. I don't like having my legs because you know, if one leg could hit something that one that the one ski could hit something that the other doesn't. And you don't want this little motion right here with your leg because that just goes up to your knee, which is oh, it's terrible for the knees. Yeah, your paplitius
0: <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the muscle in the back, the paplitius could definitely kind of ride Are you good? You're in a <laughs> you're like a good snowboarder, you would say. I assume with how incredibly athletic you are. If you're focused on something, you're gonna be good at it. Are we hitting half pipes? Are we doing like trails? What are we doing whenever we're getting out there?
8: Yeah, I'm not doing half pipes, man. I ain't trying to fall on that ice, man. But I do ramps. I do ramps. I don't do any rails. When I'm in the park, I do ramps. Uh, I just like to get air. Uh, I'm not. I, I've Hell seen yeah. too many people fall on those rails and, and get carted off that <laughs> thing. So I'm good on that.
0: <laughs> hold on, are you doing like McTwisties out there? Is hold on? There's a chance you yep. go to Park City. <laughs> I look up on a mountain, yeah. and this fucking giant is on a on a on a. <laughs> snowboard snowboard, Mm -hmm. and then you're jumping doing and then landing and then going down getting in that line doing the fucking this thing and then (laughs) right back into the seat right back up there that's happening right now
8: that is happening man that That is awesome i'm so happy you're having a blast that sounds like a great time holy shit snowboard is awesome
0: this is you right here or are you recording? Just it. Oh, how
8: you get that? It's from your, uh, your Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's like five years. That's like a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's old. Hey, I have to get you some new stuff. <laughs> Holy. But that's God. that part city, actually. You know, that, that, that's good. Hey, so
0: you go straight from snowboard season to golf season. How's the golf game? Uh, really good?
8: Um, I'm hitting uh 80s. Between like, I'm, I'm just saying that I'm like, I'm 85 to 90. So I'm like a, you know, 13 handicap, 15 handicap. What's well, the best part of I'm your trying game? To get, I'm trying to keep it. Um, uh, best part of my game, I would say like a hundred in right now. That's like the um, hardest part,
6: right? Yeah. I, yeah.
8: A yeah, hundred in I'm, I'm good in my short game. I got to get that intermediate. I got to get like one seventy 200. I got to lock that down. If I can lock that down, I think I can get consistently under, under 90 consistent, like stay in the eighties, get hey, in the low eighties and break 80. You know, you that, watch, that's the next goal is to break 80.
0: You watching the masters, you big golf fan?
8: Man, you know it. You know, I just I just flew up here from Georgia uh, yesterday. You know, so I was down there, and it's it's this Masters fever down there.
0: You were out on the grounds?
8: No, I wasn't on the grounds. Heck, no. Oh no, I'm I, I stay in Atlanta when I'm down there, but it's just you know everybody down there has a Masters hat on, master flag is waving everywhere. So you know everybody's ready for it. golf season is 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 in full effect.
0: Calvin, that's hilarious. How tall are you again? Six five on a snowboard 6'5", right. and then fucking on a golf course mm-hmm. inside 100 yards, just throwing darts. Yep. Uh, that's the hardest part, inside the 100 yards. Sounds like you're going to take it over, just like you took over football whenever you got involved. Obviously, whenever we played you uh, in the first half, I think you had like two touchdowns, maybe 15 receptions in the Gator <laughs> Bowl, and then the second half, they didn't throw you the ball again. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we
8: won. Crazy, won it? Wasn't yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it? Was, it was awesome. It was amazing. We None of us understood what was going on, but we weren't aren't going to mention a thing we're just going to let that get paid yeah i had to have had to have let's talk about you uh in primitive elevated business okay so i know you got into cannabis right you you own a cannabis company is that right
8: correct correct
0: so is it grow house is it the full operation how'd you get involved and how hands-on are you
8: yeah, man. So and um after I shortly after I retired a year or so after, I got into real estate um got into real estate with uh, Rob Sales. You know, he was already doing, he retired a year before me. And we had some success. And um, you know, it, it was just timing wise, you know, the industry came on. Uh, I think it went uh recreational in 19, maybe 18 or 19. And, you know, we had the opportunity to get involved. And, and so we we dove in because we we're passionate about cannabis. We use cannabis while we play, but you know, I truly felt that there, you know, there was more to it than obviously, you know, how heavily stigmatized it, it has been over the, uh, however long. So uh, really just trying to, you know, highlight the healing powers of the plant. Uh, we dove in, uh, we started and got our cultivation license first, um, then went up, went on and got a processing manufacturing license. And then we opened up, got a retail license, uh, making us uh, completing our f- full, fully full vertical um, in 21, the end of 21. So that it was, it was a definitely a journey. It's, it's been its up and downs of starting a business, but now, man, we are through five, going on six years in, and uh, you know, we are we're starting to see some fruits uh, from all the work that we put in. You know, and, and can't nobody, you know, come in here and tell us, you know, from our team or whatnot, you know, we can't do this. You know, this is too hard or whatnot because you know we we we've done everything from the ground up. You know, we've done everything from sweep the floors, cut the plants, you know, check out customers. You know, um, you know, just just trying to serve. You know, showing and bring that servanthood to our team and showing them, you know, if you serve the people that you're around, um, you know, it, we can help but to grow together.
0: Hell yes, you're real hands on, it sounds, yeah, like, let's go. sounds like you're real hands on. It's not easy either. The licensing part of it all is a massive ordeal there's some shit coming out of some states on how people are getting some licenses and obviously anytime you get politics involved in anything there's going to be some corruption but that's not an easy process at all let alone the fact that it's not federally legal so you can't use federal banks because there's a chance that they can just ice up your money freeze up your money because federally they'll be able to do that which is a part of the whole conversation I think in the next couple steps that are going to take place you being in there since the beginning is smart you might be the next fucking Marlboro man whenever you know this whole thing goes calvin it's a good business to get into i'm a firm believer in the cannabis plant and everything that it brings you said we used to smoke whenever we played or whatever but it was kind of stigmatized i've given a much higher percentage of guys that i think smoke in the nfl than most others have you done that yet and what are your thoughts on it
8: you mean like the percentage of the guys throughout the nfl that smoke, like like 75 80 something like that you're talking about yes
0: exactly yeah
8: yeah um, I'll I, I say, that like, when I played, um, I would have said that, you know, 60% of guys are either consuming or have used. Now, I would say that's probably closer to 80%, if not more. I agree. I, was I mean, ex- by this time, I mean, honestly, it could be 90% that have used, maybe not currently using, but have used in and and using i think that could be like 85 plus percent currently
0: i think so too i think as more states are becoming legal too it's just becoming more common conversation i'm in california at my hotel and i just go onto an app and i get two boxes of pre-rolls some edibles what? and some flour delivered wow. to the hotel in a tesla mm-hmm. in like perfect wrapping <laughs> and then i'm able to like tip the person and boom i'm off and running it's like in some states it is just like you're ordering from fucking Applebee's. Yeah. And then in other states, if you accidentally get pulled over with some man, see ya. We could twenty years put you in there forever. It's a very weird transition of I think perspective versus what reality is. And with the NBA completely removing it from the testing for players, I think the NFL is right around the corner because precedent has already been set in another league. Do you think that? And do you ever, because you're Calvin Johnson, have conversations with Roger Goodell or anybody else in positions of power around the NFL about how they test for it and how much better it is than a lot of these pharma products that players inevitably end up falling apart of uh, because of in the long term?
8: Yeah, two things there. I guess. Um, well, I guess, well, I guess we have to wait around for another for the next CBA. So I don't know. What are we two years into the new one? So I think that that'll be the time where they try to negotiate that and even you know fully get rid of it, like the other leagues. Especially if uh, I think I don't know if they test for it in baseball, but all, if all the other leagues continue to um, you know take it off of their their list, I think it will just you know be that snowball effect and it'll, it'll happen. Hopefully with the next CBA. But to that point, and talking to Roger Goodell, you know, um, you know we're waiting to get in the right position. Um, you know, we we created a brand that's clean and, and primitive, and then we we created new uh, products with primitive performance. And we were ready, waiting for those new innovative products, you know, that we were going to create, you know, to really hi- highlight the healing powers of the plant in different applications. You know, we talk about pre-roll, we talk about flower all day. But you know we're talking about healing in in- in a different different application you know bringing it to people in the, in 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 the in the way of of topicals or electrolyte like mixes, mixes as we have uh as we have done you know I think you really changed the conversation around cannabis and 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 really what uh this plant uh can do
0: yeah i we got your package here and we're incredibly impressed with the awesome like you said we got a tight like a professional operation i think that's a big part of it like displaying like hey this is real business there's real science behind it all and we're taking it very seriously (laughs) and i think in this uh primitive performance stuff that you're selling i don't think there's any thc in this it's just cbd so it's utilizing the cannabis plant without having anything that anybody could fail a test and also you can sell nationwide Mm -hmm. good play the play. Yeah, and it's a good product. That's good stuff, Calvin.
8: Correct. Yeah, we did it uh the CBD uh, uh fashion for you know e-commerce. And the good thing about it, man, is featuring nanotechnology. It's not just your run-of-the-mill topical, or I mean, there's not many electric white misses out there, uh, if any in the cannabis uh, market, but it's featuring a high-performance nano emulsion, and that's really just breaking down a particle size so small that it mainly bypasses the intestinal system and gets to work into the bloodstream. You know, and, 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 and in contrast to what's currently out there, the distilled products that are used, uh, it's just, it's, it's very fast uh, acting. So it, that transdermal topical is it's my favorite.
0: Are you a
8: genius? <laughs> I'm not a genius. I just got great people on the team. <laughs> yeah, but you got to find those great people, right? A lot Dang, of people have
0: people on their team that aren't great people on the team. Well, so you have to have some. Yeah, as, sort
8: as of them. You, as you know, you know, we've been on we play football, you know, I don't know, I, I can't really speak for you, but you know, I've seen good and bad teams. Oh yeah. You know, so we know what it looks like uh to have that and it's really just a the breakdown of communication a lot of times uh which 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 um you know, lead to that those bad teams. But we know what it looks like so we we have uh, you know, put a goal together to put together a good team of people, you know, that we that can that we can ride, rise together with
0: now, the obvious joke that's sitting there that I won't say, okay? <laughs> but there will be people that do say it. Don't say it. Have to. Don't say yeah. it. You said you've seen good and bad teams. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that is something that's interesting, certainly with the history of the Detroit Lions and how performance has been judged since the beginning of games that keep score. You know, so like the year that we were 2-14, and 14, the Colts, and we ended up with the number one pick to take Andrew Luck, there was like nine games that were one-score games where if the ball actually potentially bounces into hands of one of our guys that we did not know the name of, he just joined us on Thursday. (laughs) He's somehow starting middle linebacker now for us. If the ball just hits off a helmet into his hands, he takes a pick six in, we win that game somehow. But instead, we end up going two and fourteen. Do you think that the Lions are just cursed? Do you think you're a part of that curse? Do you think there's a reason that the ball just seems to not go in the Lions' favor on a regular basis like everybody else's? And are we getting the proper read on how you view some of the teams that you played for there in Detroit?
8: Um, Man, that's a loaded question. Um, I mean, I think that, you know, with Detroit, I don't think it's a curse, curse situation. Well, a lot
0: of us right think here. they just need to give you your money back. Yep.
8: 100%. A lot of us think that, Calvin. Just hey,
0: um, give them
8: wow. its fucking
7: money. Hey, and then um. The curse is
8: gone. Anyways, <laughs> back to what you were saying. <laughs> no, it's, question. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it starts, from, like I say, it, just, it starts from the top down in these situations. And, you know, so I think that you just have to set the culture right. The culture just has to be set right. Um, and I think that Dan and, and, and team, Brad Holmes and team, uh, I, I believe, uh, and I thought even throw Mike Disner in there because he's uh, part, you know, he's been the catalyst in, 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 in me working things out with the team over there. Um, you know, I think he's just the right energy from the top. And then that will permeate the culture and the team. And, but it starts at the top, you know, it honestly starts with the ownership on down and but they have a uh, I really like what they have with having Dan they have a players coach somebody that's out there I played with Dan so so much respect you know coming from me I love what he's doing with the team and uh I just it feels like last year halfway through the season it just clicked for them a little bit you know and they're just like you know they're they obviously they want to play for Dan but it seems like you know they're able to just get things together you know situationally and, and be able to you know uh you know and, and not have that ball bounce the other way but be able to capitalize on those moments
0: Yeah, there's some trick plays that worked. I mean, fourth and one, drag, Mm -hmm. tight end, Um, right? How? I mean, it was it was like the brand new Lions.
8: Yeah,
0: it was it was like the brand new Lions almost. Mm -hmm. Do you like when you look back on your time in some of those teams? Do you think like, hey, some of our teams we could have went on a run with, and then the world just doesn't really know that when you look back on it because obviously Stafford. Goes over to LA, wins a Super Bowl, and they talk about the year you and him had together. It's mm-hmm. like there had to be some fucking great teams over there for whatever reason, just didn't go on a run. Some people just get unlucky. Is that how you view some of the some of the teams that you guys had?
8: One hundred percent. We 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 all knew on our team that we had, you know, obviously a quarterback that that could lead us uh, all the way. Obviously, we saw that in the first year. You know, he went over to another team. It's just about the culture, like I was speaking about. But, you know, we knew we had a team. We had a great defensive line. You know, we had a great uh, uh, quarterback. We had a great receiver group. We had a solid uh, secondary. We had a lot of good pieces. You know, we we made it to the playoffs a couple times there. And, uh, you know, especially that – the beginning of that 2011 year. You know, I feel like that was our year, but, uh, you know, we didn't make it uh, past the Saints at the very beginning there. But, um, you know, we definitely felt like we had the juice – and, and that anybody that had to play Detroit at that time, you know, they knew they had, they had to reckon with a, with, a, with a tough team.
0: Feel good to be able to cheer for the Lions again?
8: It does. It does. It's easy to cheer for Dan. You know, even it, it was easy to cheer for Dan from that first press conference. I was, I was, I was, Dan, I was a fan of Dan. You know, from the from when he began coaching and seeing what he was going to do. But that first press conference, <laughs> bite him a knee that had me rolling. He had me from that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't trying to be anybody else but himself. It did appear. I think Foxy back there, who's a big Lions fan, has a massive grin on his face to hear that. I think. Yeah. I think Dan has done a lot for people <laughs> to enjoy the hell out of the Lions.
4: Definitely. Last year was so much fun, and Calvin. I gotta ask it. I know everyone asks you all the time, but I mean, what we're April seventh, two thousand twenty three where do we stand with the organization around, right now? Are things getting better? <laughs> Are things getting positive, or how has that been over the last couple years?
8: Um I mean, really till this year or the end of last year and then going into this year, we've barely been in some uh, good communication. We've been in communication, put it like that, you know uh, good. Uh, it's been good. you know, Mike Disney's been leading that over there, so it's 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 been good talks. We've been actually. Making some uh, making some moves, you know they're helping out my foundation, uh, you know this year. Oh, yes. So that's that's the that's the beginning of uh, you know some 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 good things coming.
0: Let's go shake their hands. Nice. <laughs> Here we go. This is good news, Calvin. Now there's just an easy way in our eyes. Yeah. To okay. just kind of uh, you know they got you've seen it in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yep. You've seen it at golf tournaments. Absolutely. You've seen it in a lot of things. You see Jackie Moon semi pro. Yeah. Just one of those big checks. Yep, that's it. It's just easy. One of those big ones you got to take to a big bank. <laughs> that easy. And then it's just a pretty easy... Calvin's not saying that. No, just, no, no, We are just saying this from outside looking in. We've been
4: saying it for years. That it does appear as that that's a pretty
0: easy way to kind of take care of it. And also... Let's go shake their hands. A little bit of respect. It's great to hear that out of the Detroit Lions. Foxy's pumped up to hear it. Connor has a question for you,
2: Calvin. Yeah, Calvin, you mentioned how you're 6'5", and Pac-Man Jones, who takes (laughs) care of Chris Henry's kids, has a son, Chris Jr., uh, and he is six five. He's a freshman in high school, and right now he's worried he's going to get too tall where he can't play, you know, football anymore, and he'll have to go play basketball or something. Was there ever ever a time for you where you were worried, like, holy shit, I'm almost too much of a beast to play football, and I have to maybe switch sports, or did you kind of hit your growth spurt at the right time?
8: Hit my growth spurt like you know, eighth, ninth grade, somewhere in there. Um, but you know, baseball was my sport, man. Uh, until I until I really got to you know, you know, tenth grade, maybe eleventh grade. You know, that's when football just kind of took over. Baseball literally got boring. You know, we had you know we had a good baseball team, good pitchers. I'll be out there in center field chasing them down. Sometimes I'll be out there, you know, just standing for a long time. <laughs> we had good pitching, but um, you know, I love baseball. I grew up loving Ken Griffey Junior. You know, I always want to knock it out the park like him. And uh, but once I started playing football, man, baseball became, you know, second agent.
0: How do you feel about if he I I think Pac's big worry is not a lot of successful six, seven wide receivers, six, eight wide receivers. Obviously, you reap the benefit of being taller than most everybody and more physical than everybody. Is there merit to that, you think? And why would that be the case?
8: Being taller and more physical than everybody?
0: No, like 6'7", 6'8", so, not being good as an NFL. Oh, body. okay, got you. I mean, it just has
8: – I mean, really just depends on your build, honestly. You know, your quick twitch. If you have that quick twitch, I think you could be good. You really just have to, you know, really focus when you're working out and training in the offseason and getting ready and hardening your body for that season, just focusing on all those joints that take the most impact and being a long and tall guy. I and mean, you really have to focus on those things because you're going to get twisted a little bit more you're going to take long falls to the ground. So if you focus on those things, those all those joints and the muscles around those joints that take the most impact, and beefing those up and getting those strong, making yourself durable, um, he could do it. You know, I've i, 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 I got to see the guy. You said he's six, what now? Five, five, six, five now or six-five freshman, four-four. So I mean, he, he yeah, he yeah, probably he might grow a little bit more, but that doesn't mean I don't think that means that you know that he can't do it. You know. Um, I might have to reach out to Pack, you know, uh, Pack and myself, they went to the same high school down in Westlake down in Georgia. So I got I love Pack. I always grew I, I watched Pack when I was um, a kid, <laughs> when he was in high school. So, you know, it's uh I got to, I might have to reach out and see if there's anyone there do there.
0: Hell yeah, that would be very well received <laughs> I think on all parties cuz my next question was about to be we asked Pack to put together like his top 5 wide receivers at the worst in and- Somehow he said a bunch of names and then we're like Calvin Johnson he's like, Oh yeah, put him slide him up, <laughs> right yeah, above yeah, yeah. right above and then slide everybody else down. I feel like that's every corner that has ever played against you. That has to be uh, you know, do you ever look in the mirror and go, I've done pretty good in my football world because it doesn't feel (laughs) like, you know, you're not really around the football world much. And I think it's because the Detroit Lions relationship for a long time being kind of strained. Obviously, you're in the Hall of Fame first ballot because we all have so much respect for the player that you are and the player that you were. But you're not really in the football ecosystem, I think, as much as others. And your name is still, as soon as it's heard, everybody's like, yeah, fucking Mm -hmm. unstoppable, Mm -hmm. unstoppable. That has to be feel pretty good, I'd assume, right? Does it? Uh
8: one hundred percent, man. Especially to, to, from, from coming from like the defensive players that you go against, your peers like that, man. That mean, that when you hear those videos or see those videos of a Pat P or, or Rebus or any of those guys that I played against, you know it, it's it's utmost utmost respect because some of those were the toughest competitors I had to go against. You know, so uh, you know it, I love it. It, it. It's freaking awesome, and and one hundred percent, man. If my if my life, if my, if 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 things weren't strained between uh the lions and myself 100% I'll be a part of the football thing I want I want to be a part of I want I got too much I feel like I got too much to give to especially the receiver group but not just the receiver group just you know life things that I you know things that I've been through that I can share with guys and and not only that just you know, uh, you know, I love being around it so could, you know, so my kids can see what I did and stuff like that. So one hundred percent.
0: Hey, we got an idea for a once a week thing if you want it. You yeah. might have to travel to Indianapolis. Uh-huh. Come huh. Just let us know. You can come do whatever the hell you want to do. a couple more questions, okay?
1: Bro, no you got it. Ty, go ahead. Uh, Calvin, first of all, it's very disheartening to hear that about baseball because I'm just salivating thinking about you playing outfield with Aaron Judge for the Yankees. But that's neither here nor uh, there. You know, like you, you probably could have been a Sign great baseball up. player. Yeah. Hey, hey, they'll call, they'll pay too. Um, but I'm just curious, like hearing you talk about your company and just like, I mean, it sounds like you almost have like a PhD in all this stuff. Did you take any like botany classes at Georgia Tech? Like, when did you get interested in all this stuff? Because I feel like a lot lot of people who do smoke or in this uh like yeah. business it's kind of just like the the layman stuff but like when you're breaking it down like right there it's like holy shit this is an actual science like there's a lot more that goes yeah. into this
8: you said it right there the moment that I was like let me get down to the science of this was I was on dancing with the stars and you know I was I always had chronic swelling in my ankles and knees while I was playing and you know that's part of the reason why I did retire. But, you know, I was on the show probably a couple weeks in, and I didn't know how strenuous this game was going to be, man. We was – I mean, it's, it's – it's, I've heard it's, it's terrible. Pants, it. it's, it's, it's so much work. They don't pay you enough. Yeah, that's
0: what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I've, always, I've never been asked, obviously, because the last word in the name of the show. But a friend of mine has, and I'm like, yo, you're doing Dance with the Stars. That's awesome. He's like, listen to this. Six days a week. We have practice for this. We got rehearsal for this. We got That's that. Good. I'm like, damn, they were losing like 20, 30 pounds, allegedly.
8: You, bro, I, I got down to like, I got under 220. I ain't been there since college, you know, but <laughs> it's like that third week. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to have to stop, stop doing I'm going to have to quit because my ankles are swelling. I can't do this cha-cha that we got to do this week because <laughs> I can't move my ankles. You know, and my buddy, now I'm out in L.A. I'm not spending time in L.A. Uh, my buddy I went to school with, he's out there in the industry, um and and he is uh he brought me a topical it was a green jar with a gold cap and i started using topical and like a couple of days later i started to see my swelling start to subside and it stayed down and i just kept on using it throughout the rest of the show and i made it throughout the rest of the show made it to the finals and whatnot and I was like, okay, man, there's something to this. All right, there, I mean, I, cause I grew up, mom's like, you know, don't come home smelling like weed, she might kill me. You know, I, I was around, I saw cannabis in high school. I, was, I, I mean, I saw it everywhere, but you know, I wouldn't go home with that. Cause I, I was, I had the fear of Ms. Johnson. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but as I said, there was that moment in dancing with the stars. I was like, okay, if I get the opportunity to do more here, I, I'm gonna take advantage of it.
0: And then he just said, "Um, sorry, Miss Johnson. Johnson. I smell the weed. <laughs> That's awesome. Tone has a question for you, pal. Gavin, how awesome
3: was it yesterday? I believe it was yesterday or the day before uh, you doing the first pitch with uh, Lindstrom and Ben Wallace and M- you got Mickey to come out. Uh, basically, every Detroit icon in- of the last decade or two. Uh, how awesome was that?
8: Man, I, I, it's, it's so dope. Cause I, I'm still like just you know realizing you know the gravity of that, man. I, you know, Nick Lindstrom there being – you know, I got to hang around Ben a couple of times, but that was my first time meeting Nick, you know, the legend. Um, and then we got Miggy out there. So to be, you know, in you know future fall, hall of famer and Miggy and just to have you know that group of guys there, man, that was uh it was absolutely amazing. Hell I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I i got to frame that picture.
0: Yeah, Fox. Did you hear the hell yeah there? That is, you're literally Detroit spank bank right back. Calvin, that was my whole
4: childhood. I watched you guys my entire childhood. You guys made my life better. So it was awesome to see that, and it was awesome to see you wearing that awesome Lions bomber jacket. You look. At this
8: great things are good shout out oh, shout out to my guy ty mopkins for that man he hooked that up for all of us i actually want that red wing i need to get the other jackets agreed <laughs> those are awesome hey sounds like you're able to get
0: whatever the hell you want the mm-hmm. red wings jacket is good yeah how'd you guys do how, how are the red wings doing right now you guys oh, they, they're
2: they, on the come up funny enough they lost last night <gasps> Did they? yeah seven to six oh, yeah. really that's right. right yeah right.
0: wow how are the pens doing they won last they stink. night. Oh, we won last night. Yeah. Bruins oh. did too. Two you watch mornings. hockey, Calvin?
8: I'll watch in the playoffs. Yeah. Depends Just like you. basketball. I, I, it's hard for me to watch. In, I don't watch too much during the regular season. How are you at basketball? Good? Man, I'm okay. I'm in, I'm, I am in. play the four or five. You know, I'm not, I maybe the three a little bit. I'm not a huge shooter, but uh, I'm, I'll am cut and I'll duck on you. <laughs> yeah. Still play? Right
0: now, you walk up to an LA Fitness. Are you in Michigan full time going to LA Fitness? I, yeah.
8: I got I got move in the backyard, so I thought this was around. Nice. Like, yeah.
0: What is that? Uh, like a week out of the year up there in Michigan where it isn't yeah. Yeah. Snowing, snowing everywhere?
4: <laughs> Calvin, real question on that note: Why? Why did you stay in Michigan? Why did you stay in Detroit? People have so many things to say about Detroit yeah. and how shitty it is, but Whoa.
8: like people Yo. love
4: staying there and love being yeah. there. Like actually,
8: so, quick, quick, quick! Fifteen uh, year timeline of my time here. You know, I landed here in Detroit. I want to go right back home. We landed here in Detroit, I drove downtown to do my signing, and all I saw was burnt up buildings. It was so depressing, you know. But to see Detroit, the growth, the the the, the investment by by a lot of people, even ourselves, in the, into homes in the city, you know, uh, you, you've seen this place turn around to the point where, you know, hey, honestly, up no, you haven't seen no white folks walking around downtown Detroit like ten years ago. Yes, <laughs> now, now everybody's walking around downtown, you know, and it's a very inclusive space. You know, it's it's so much diversity here. Um, The waterfront's great. And, you know, I mean, you get all four seasons and, you know, it never gets too hot here. But why I'm here is really because of business. I bought a home in Georgia with all intentions of moving down there, um, back home around the family. Wife wanted to go down south. But uh, business, the opportunity came. And with timing, you know, timing is everything in life, you know, and, uh, you know, that's why I'm still here. I'm in this industry now and just really uh, trying to push uh, what we're doing with Primitive and highlight the. Highlighting uh, plant medicine in general.
0: All right. Well, you're doing a great job. We're thankful that you stopped by. Check out Primitive Elevated Wellness. That's P R I M I T I V. Sweet name, bro.
3: Yeah. Hey,
0: sure. sweet, sweet name. Sweet merch, too. We're going to have to buy some more of the merch for sure. Mm-hmm. And anytime we're in Michigan, we're going to pick up uh, some primitive tree for sure. Me. How just, many states? Just,
8: look at it. just hit us up, man. Just hit us up. We actually just, we're, we're opening up, uh, we're doing some deals and um, we got opportunities in Utah. And uh, Boston coming up, coming online this year. Boston will probably be first. Um, there's a dispensary in downtown Boston, literally around the financials on district near the harbor, kind of. So, and then Utah will be later this year. So, it's exciting. Exciting times for Primitive. So,
0: you need to get to Arizona. Let me tell you why. As somebody that has gotten a chance to travel to a lot of these states where it's legal, Arizona just lets you buy as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Arizona is just like, <laughs> you want to buy every single Primitive product here? Go ahead. Go on. Sure. Do what you got to do. Illinois is like, you can only have one one one-thousandth of what Primitive is. (laughs) Then other states are in the middle. Arizona is just like, uh, come on. So I hope you get to every state. Congrats on all the hard work paying off. And thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Famer, Detroit Lion, and Primitive founder, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Yeah. Calvin! Joining us now is a man who has been to Augusta. That's right. Has watched the Masters. A man who is a Ryder Cup champion. I actually met one human outside of the Thunderdome earlier today that actually followed A.J. Hawk around his entire Ryder Cup championship wow. and said that A.J. was on fire. Of course. Unbelievable. Helped lead the United States to a victory over the European Ryder Cup team. Hell He's yeah. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. He's the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. He's a video game community shit stirrer, father of 10, and COVID survivor. Wow. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen... That's all one person. Yeah, AJ Hawk. Hey, what's up, dude?
9: It's all one person. Yep, all of those, uh, all those very accurate, uh, you know, descriptions of things I've done. Right. That's right. Tell me where I'm wrong, please, please, please. Well, unfortunately, I don't like to put any anything out there, but we we got beat. The U.S. got beat in my Ryder Cup situation. My team, we won our match, but overall, we did not win.
1: Wait a minute. Oh my you God. kidding All you.
0: these fucking times I've said, yeah, I told you that. told oh. you that day one. Never. That was two years ago.
9: Myself and Rob Riggle won our match by yeah. a lot of points. Of course but you did. did. Rob's, a Rob's a player.
0: Rob's a player. Yeah, Rob's really good, yeah. So United States lost. It was Ole, 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 yeah. Ole. At the end, it wasn't USA, USA, USA. It was Ole, not USA at the end of this thing. I didn't know that.
9: Yeah, but if you remember, we—I don't know what if you remember—we talked about it on the show the it. one guy. Like it was a scary situation. Draco yeah, R- R- Malfoy. The, the guy passed out on the
0: green. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kelly, Kelly Slater, Slater
1: saved his life. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So I guess you are a champion.
9: <laughs> Imagine if everyone I'm is more... okay now. I think. I think everyone's good doing well.
0: Imagine if I went into a very deep, profound <laughs> mm-hmm. monologue about why you are a champion after that man passed away and. All came back to life. Jeez, things are falling off. I over don't know place. what that was. What was, a what was that? Wild time in the stew over yeah. here. AJ, did you hear the Calvin Johnson conversation? It was great. I enjoyed catching up with him. And uh, also, are you watching the Masters? It's been fantastic.
9: I have been watching. I didn't get to see much of uh, Calvin. I know he's awesome, but... Um... I mean, I see Brooks Koepka just absolutely lighting it up,
0: huh? Oh. Nailed in, dude. He remembered how to play golf a week ago. He won his first Live Golf Championship <laughs> literally six days ago. And then he comes into the Masters of Golf in rare form. Tone Diggs has an update on the Masters. Yeah, he got
3: into the clubhouse at 12-under. He's currently leading by five. Jason Dang. Day was 9-under, heading into 15, which is a par 5, which a lot of this good scoring on. He shot a 7 on that par 5. So he's, oh, he's Jason. back down to 7-under. So that, that helps Brooks out quite a bit while Rahman and uh, Hovland go off
0: yeah they're going yep. off a little bit late here 119 126 potential tee off i don't know when it is exactly if they've already teed off Rom-ing Hovland's
3: them. on two right here and then rom just teed off I believe. Just hovland hit a doozy a of
2: spot. a putt yeah that's their scores so no, seven hundred double okay Sport yeah fun. weird how that oh. works believe me i also just had that thought that just, doesn't make sense yeah so that's what they're at Circle. okay N- not what the stroke was on that hole
0: See, this is like whenever Scottie Pippen was, he was like, Pippen, one up two up, mm-hmm. three up, Yep. Scottie Pippen just chipped in from 85 yards. You cannot catch up. You're dead. Mm-hmm. This is that type of scoring. Yeah. It's what their actual score is as opposed to what they're scoring on that hole. Bingo. Got it. Okay. I, I was a little bit confused. But Rom might be able to catch up. They're saying the storm, though, is yep. coming here later this afternoon as opposed to what was supposed to be all day. So if you teed off this morning, you're actually in much better shape than potentially Rom right now. Five-stroke lead could be a great spot.
9: That's part of it, though. Like where you – because you always need to go late early or early late for your first two tee times. So Kepka got the good tee times where there was no wind yesterday, no wind on his early round. Now they act like it's windy, and they might have to like postpone or suspend play and, and try to pick it up tomorrow. I just hope they – I hate when it gets backed up too far. Yeah, Hopefully they figure that. it
0: out. Rom just teed off, hit a massive little fade slice into the little second cut mm-hmm. of the fairway. If have Brooks
9: some- wins – I'm sorry if I cut you off, but if Brooks wins, like the whole Live PGA thing, what's going to happen? Are they? I haven't paid enough attention, like and haven't listened to the commentators. Are they? giving enough pub to live guys playing well or is there like an intermosty how's it going
0: they haven't really addressed it at all they've just been talking about golf yeah i yeah. do believe they've just been talking about the golf that is happening which i think we all prefer and i would assume that's kind of mm-hmm. how all of golf prefers because there was a time there like last year where when they were talking about live players and they, they would miss a putt mm-hmm. there was certainly a sense of joy oh yeah and oh that's a shame sure oh right. oh oh all oh. right Phil Mickelson, miss. (laughs) Ah, Philly. You know, now it does feel like it's just like they're talking about their golf game. But I wonder how Brooks will talk after he wins. Oh, yeah. You know, because he's wearing his Nike fit. He like uh yep, I believe DJ has his a uh, live costume has on his, has has yeah. his there's another one that has like their it live costume like the on one without it on. Brooks has the Nike, that's what I'm saying. so yeah. like what will Brooks say after this thing if he does win it? you know, he give a shout out to the live golf Tour where we'll,
9: Norman. Who's banned from the, the premises right now? Yep.
0: He said 15 people are going to be celebrating on that green if mm-hmm. Brooks Kepka wins. All the live guys win if one of the live guys wins, is what he's saying. Is Brooks going to feel that way if Brooks wins it? Because he's the only one, obviously, in contention right now, seemingly with a rear-naked
2: choke on the lead right now. Yeah, you wonder if the guys who missed the cut see Brooks win, and they're like, holy shit, I just spent all this money to go to Augusta. I didn't win. I lost a bunch of money. And then Brooks Koepka, who went to live, who allegedly was going to fall off, just won the Masters. Should I make that decision now?
0: Not a bad conversation to live aspect of it. Another one, Sam Bennett is fucking awesome. Dog. This dude is... Incredible. He's a college golfer out of Texas A&M, I believe. He won the U.S. Amateur Championship, so he is the amateur representing in the Masters. Has had to sleep in, not had to, got to sleep at Augusta National in the Crow's Nest where the amateurs have been sleeping since the beginning of the amateurs playing in the Masters. Tigers slept there. Phil slept there. There's a lot of history there. The amateurs have to sleep there at least one night whenever they get to play in the Masters of golf. Sam Bennett's playing bro, and the tattoo on his forearm is a story straight out of Disney. Mm-hmm.
9: I saw that man. I saw his whole thing like, yeah, tough not to root for him. What an unbelievable situation, especially losing his dad when he's still so young yeah i how do i I'm hoping he can keep it up. What is he six, seven under still like six he's doing under up? fifth place right now, damn Jeez, it's awesome.
0: The problem is that these college golf tournaments that we've learned about, because I didn't know if it was like the college golf tour, the CGT, like what do they call it? They have these events where 126 players or something like that enter, and then all teams, all schools have their entries, and they all kind of play the same tournament, which makes sense. And then there's some tourneys where schools that are D2, D3, their players are allowed to enter, enter into it. He's dicking around at these college ones. Exactly. Sam Bennett can't even stay focused. They said he's on his phone all the time. He's listening to music. Mm-hmm. He's obviously he's got some zins in there. Now, zins, we're not saying are distracting, but he's 46th, I think, in college in points. This guy who's who's golfing right next really? to Scotty Scheffler, yeah. beating Scotty Scheffler. This dude in college because he just can't, you know. Well, probably, he's kind of
9: small. He, he probably hates the fact that he has to carry his bag like all the rest of the college <laughs> golfers. Have you ever seen that? Those guys uh-huh. carry their bag That'd in be, those events. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yeah, that His makes Coach sense. is caddying for him today. But yeah, they carry the little, hey, if you see his bag out there, the guy has the little legs on there like mm. we do. He popped a little bag down.
0: That's amazing. But he gets in the Masters, no phone. Oh, this one's a real deal.
9: Yeah, let's try it. Can he's, he take okay. the money, even though he's an amateur? Can he take money, not from the Masters, but could he get like endorsement deals with the NIL situation? So
0: we're we're talking about that. The amateurism thing's kind of dead, you know. Yeah, it is. So will golf? How will golf? Because I think he's not allowed to take the money if he's entry entered as an amateur. It's like how you enter the whole thing. Yeah. But why would he? Not yeah, be he able to. be. I don't know. Yeah,
9: I mean, betw- honestly, between like Thursday by tomorrow, someone should get to him. Nike or somebody like should sign I'm him. Sure or you send him something. Okay, like, hey, man, we'll give you some cash. Wear our stuff. Be, yeah, I'd, dude, just I'd, put I'd a be,
0: patch on. Yeah, shocked. that's it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'd be shocked if someone didn't already do
9: that somehow because he won the U.S. Amateur Championship. Yes, please yeah, get his now, contact. But you, if you know all the like all the good pub he already has gotten this so far, if he goes into the weekend and can, doesn't fall apart, they're gonna keep showing him.
0: Yeah, so business-wise, seems good, but also just, like,
2: cool. Like, hey,
9: this is a
0: fucking great story. Mm
2: -hmm. Would like to support it. And he's a great golfer. Great golfer. Yeah, like, this is – it feels as though this might be the next guy.
0: Him just – there's so many different moments where he can start overthinking it and fuck up, you know? Yeah. Like, the first hole today, had to sleep (laughs) on doing good in the Masters all night.
9: So tough. Like, that's
0: that's running through your head, like, okay, how do I – how do I do what I did yesterday? Mm -hmm. You know, like, all those thoughts, like – You know, guys, they talk about you just woke up on Sunday in Augusta with a lead. Like, how did you handle that? Well, I wasn't able to sleep, had to go through the whole. Do I hang on? Do I try to keep scoring? Like, that's a lot of mental pressure you can put on yourself. Imagine being a fucking amateur that just lights up the course the first time you've ever been there. I think it's the first time he's ever been there. First time he's ever, lights it up, and then he's sleeping on, like, well, I should just do it tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, puts his zin in and falls asleep in that crow's nest in a twin size bed, wakes up and does the same. First hole birdie. Like, Scotty misses putt. It's good to be naive. Good
9: not to have those. It's good not to have some of those negative thoughts in your head, like "oh, what if?" Like it's good to be young and naive and to not really think past the next thirty seconds.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what happened to Rory. Like that was the whole conversation yesterday about how Rory had the you know lead going into Sunday and then on the back nine collapsed. He's never been the same at the course since then.
0: I've heard at that actual like at the tenth hole. I've heard whenever you play there, and it's not like. The Masters Tournament or whatever, they actually say to the people that are golfing there, like, hey, this is where, remember. This is that hole. And then they point, allegedly, mm-hmm. from what I've been told by people that have played there, they, like, point in the direction in which the ball went. And when you're standing on that tee box, allegedly, from what I've been told, it's like, oh, I wouldn't even be able to do that. Yeah. Like, like, that's a bet. I won't even, you know what I mean? That's what people feel that have been there, they're, they're saying that old thing. So, well, that has to be in Rory's head, you know? Uh, yeah unless you're ayahuasca
9: huh unless yeah I mean, you have to it's so mental just think of think if you're a, a wire-to-wire champion of even any pga event let alone like the masters to where thursday like all right here i'm so excited let's go oh i played great cool how do you continue that that's the thing golf is so weird it's not like oh i can get all jacked up and go out there and play hard no it's different you got to find a way to like hone all that in
0: let me tell you how mentally weak i was when i came into the nfl okay <laughs> So my first preseason game, they had just cut Tim Masthay, who would go on to be the Packers punter for a long time. But special teams coordinator at the time wanted Tim Masthay as the punter. Mm. Bill Polian wanted me as the punter. I didn't really punt in college. I did the Aussie punt. Tim Masthay did. He had been punting since high school. Great athlete, great soccer player, great dude. I actually met him at a kicking camp going into my senior year of college. Was a massive fan. He's the complete opposite of me as a human. I think we all agree.
9: Yeah, Tim is, Tim is absolutely like – I used to see Tim in Green Bay. We went to this little coffee shop, and Tim would be there sometimes by himself listening to something and writing down writing stuff down in a journal. Like he's like a – At a coffee shop. He's mm-hmm. like a – yeah, he's a robot.
0: Yeah, Well, he had a great personality when he was around me, but in he in is a good certainly – No,
9: no. I mean in a good way. Like how he's – everything he ate was super regimented. His workouts, yeah. Tim is like one of those guys. Routine so, guy. So
0: me and Tim are competing my rookie training camp while I'm still very much trying to learn – How to punt. They did draft me. So they had like a $50,000 signing bonus invested in me. So I certainly had a head up over Tim Maste in the competition because they had money invested in me already, although it wasn't a lot of money, but he certainly had much more skill, technique and everything else. I was actually watching him punt trying to like. OK, so he's doing do that. that. All right. I, I should try <laughs> to do that while I'm doing. And they kicked us to death like we kicked every single day right next to each other. Boom, 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 boom. That's actually like where I thought I was going to be OK, because I could go long time. And yeah. I think literally that's the only reason why they might have picked me. Also, the GM wanted me not special teams coach. Interesting relationship with special teams coach, obviously early with that publicly being known, you know, by all parties. And then me making it. But nonetheless, first preseason game, I have like a 66-yard ball, like a 61-yard ball, just mer- couldn't have gone any better. Couldn't, balls went real far. People in the stands go, ooh, like that mm-hmm. is, okay. I had no idea why they went far, but I knew, okay, they did go really far. This is just what I'll do every game, obviously. Why am I even worrying about anything? Mm-hmm. This is what's going to be. So then night before next preseason game, right, I'm still trying to prove myself. I'm thinking to myself, oh, I have to do better than I did last week last week oh no set the standard too high <laughs> yeah. here. I'm gonna have to do better so first punt out the gate I'm thinking I gotta do better than last week I fucking shank I mean it is massive shank because I'm trying to kill the ball and it's like I naturally just had those thoughts whenever I was in it going into my second so think about old cuz today in college just fuck, has played very well at the Masters. All night, he had to think about it. Everybody's giving him love. He was on ESPN all night last yeah. night. He was on every single thing all night. He has to see that. He has to feel that. The amount of texts he's getting, friends, family, people that he's met 15 years ago, 10 years ago. I always knew it. The amount of your dad would be so proud. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. The amount of all those that come. And then on the first hole, he's able to just put the ball right on the fucking tee. It actually falls off. He had to pick it back up without having to and put it on the tee. Like, just think about... Just think about the nerves yeah. there that that takes. And then he pipes it better than Scotty, better than everybody else, right down the center. He seems like he's made for the moment, too which I absolutely love, I have respect for, and we might be seeing the fucking next one here. Like, this is a chance, and this is what the Masters
1: almost can do. Well, and then even the difference from, like, you know, last night to today to today to tomorrow, where it's like, you know, at the start you're probably thinking, like, hey, it'd be really cool if I just make the cut and I make it to the weekend, and now you see yourself in, like, the top mm-hmm. five on the leaderboard. It's like, hey, we're not making the cut anymore. Like, I'm going to go try to fucking win this thing, and also knowing that, like, okay, the pin locations, like, they're going to the championship locations where, like, every hole is going to get much tougher. Like, it just – there's no point where, you know, when you're that high, it's not just like, oh, I'm I'm happy with how I'm playing. Like, then you start to visualize, hey, I could win this thing, and it just keeps mounting and mounting and mounting. Like, there isn't going to be a point from now until Sunday where, like, you know, it kind of dips a little bit, and it's, like, not the most stressful situation of your life.
0: And you're – you don't tighten up at all.
1: Yeah, exactly. The
0: sweet spot on golf ball is this big, mm-hmm. you know? So if you think at all, move at all, don't just full. F- you have to commit. Every yeah. golf shot, you have to commit. You have to get your brain out of it. So to be able to do that at his age, I think we all should be very impressed yeah. and uh, incredibly proud. Way to go out there, Sam. Keep you going, Sam. It's not easy. He's got Scotty Scheffler sitting next to him,
1: too. Yeah, defending mm-hmm. champion, hottest mm-hmm. player in the world. Like, yeah.
0: I mean, that's not easy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm and then he's making a putt and then Sam's making a putt and then Scotty's missing a putt and then Sam's making a putt mm-hmm. and I'm like I wonder if Sam's saying anything here there was a moment where yesterday Sam was standing on like the back of a green and Scotty was walking by to maybe go, and I saw him ta- uh, stop and like say something to Sam and they have like a quick conversation and then like Scotty kind of goes like I wonder if Scotty is like Empowering, Sam? Yeah, realizing. No. Like, uh, yeah. What do you think? No.
9: He's probably, he probably said, enjoy it while you can, but it's about to fall apart pretty
8: quick.
0: Jeez. Come on, Scheffler?
8: <laughs> That's, no. That's what you what would say. He wouldn't Scott do that. Scotty. Not Scotty. Not, not Scotty.
9: I'm not saying that Scotty is a human, but I'm saying Scotty is a competitor. That could be him. Like, hey, man, I got to really start planting seeds so this guy doesn't try to make a run at this thing.
0: Dude, that would be very much a team sport human being shit talk to guy. You know, when, we're, when we're all playing like golf or whatever— that is something that I would hear our friends say. Like, yeah, yeah this ain't going to last. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it well. <laughs> We actually said that to you while we were at Tahoe. Uh, That's right. I just, Tahoe. In your head,
9: you know. In your head, I know. Yeah, you're right.
0: I'm going to try to hold on as long as I can. Yeah, and I'm like, this. at some point, this drive is going 50. We all know it. Yeah, it's going OB. And I'm just putting, yeah. I'm, I'm planting that seed into your head. And I'm trying to get a reaction out of you to see if you believe that or not. And it felt like every time you were like, yep, it is going to go over there. I'm like, okay, cool. Great shot. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy for you that you just did that. But there's no way that's going to be. And this fucking guy did it for 54 Mm
2: -hmm. holes or whatever the hell. Classic sandbagger. It was unbelievable. Hit the ball the furthest the people have ever seen it on two different holes. And with
0: that being said, I I don't think Scotty's saying that to Sam. Okay, that's us. We are the assholes. I I don't think. Okay, okay, good.
2: Probably tell him. I'm saying
0: that. It would be a good story. What if Scotty was like Jesus has really blessed you today. I wonder
2: how long that'll last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, like, that'd be awesome. I wonder if Sam is His doing it to him. Oh, Sam! Would like, hey, You're hey, the best Scotty. in the world, huh? huh? I didn't realize I was better than you.
9: Uh, I, I should have turned pro three years ago. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. Scotty punches Sam. What? <laughs> yeah, and that's
2: why Scheffler's playing the way he is. It's like Jesus, kid from Texas a and killing me. <laughs> Uh, How did
9: Phil do? I didn't see Phil or Rory. He must not well, yeah, he
2: but, started,
0: he, mm-hmm. he was under. Remember, Phil started at the Champions dinner, not talking to anybody. I'm here yeah. to win another one of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. I'm eating I'm the food. Fi- I'm sure
9: that was the tone. You think that was the tone? No,
0: I yeah. think Fuzzy that- Zeller said, Sit down there and
1: <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. Don't oh. say a word. <laughs> That's what it felt like. No, Fuzzy
0: Zeller was Indiana guy. <laughs> yep. Fuzzy Zeller actually, he's four under. He
2: yeah, ended four under. Dude, he's there.
0: been focused on winning this thing. That's why I didn't talk to anybody at the Champions dinner. He's in villain mode. Yeah, dude.
2: Hell, yeah. Good for him. Origin story. He's
0: putting all that shit in his coffee all by himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang. Pow. No crash. No bombs. Jurors. Bombs. <laughs> man. Bombs. 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 Calves. 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 Mm-hmm. Twisty. 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 Hellacious. Live. 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 Bruce, <laughs> yeah. Bruce just had a
3: sweet lefty hat that he threw away. It's a real shame that
2: he did that.
0: Yeah, Bruce has become quite a anti-live guy, hasn't he? he has.
2: Yeah. He's bouncing around oh, now right I'm not here. anti-live at all.
0: No, he actually, he said he would like to get a win because yeah. of the live storyline stuff. Yeah, he's,
2: yeah. He said, "Fuck I like the fodder. Though. What's that? He said, oh. "John Rom, I, I'm out on him already." That's oh, not true. Don't say that. That's the guy started saying. golfing because of John yeah, Rombo. But he would prefer Bombo, Brooks Bombo, to win Bombo. over Bombo. Bombo. Rombo what is-
0: Bombo just buried home a par putt from a foot and wow. a half. Probably very frustrated that the birdie putt was a miss. He looks good, sleek, good fit today for old Rami as he storms around Augusta. We have some breaking news out of the NBA. Oh, no. And uh, mm-hmm. we feared that this conversation would come, but... It has been made official by Shaam Sharania. Oh. The Pelicans have ruled out Zion Williamson oh. for the play-in tournament, and his status is in doubt for the start of a potential playoff berth as well. And obviously, if they don't win the play-in, they don't make the playoffs. So this potentially means that Zion Williamson's season is over. What yeah. do you know? I, uh, I, Ty, please. So my issue with this is, is this the Pelicans, A.J.? doing what it seems like they have done so many times in the past with Zion where Zion's posting videos of him going through his legs and breaking rims yeah! basically stating to the entire universe I'm healthy enough to play you see this fucking dunk I'm doing you see this hardwood that I'm indenting whenever I jump with my explosivity you don't think I'm healthy enough to play they got me doing one on one then one on two then two on two then two on three then three on three then three on four, five. then four on four, five. then four on five, five, then five on five, five. and then a week is six on six, and wow. then then I can maybe play. I don't have time for all of the buildup in the process. I would like to play right now. We thought that's what he meant by that video. But then here we get into another season where when he's on the court, he's a triple-double fucking machine. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, one thing leads to another. And he's going through the process again, and he's out. And now we might not see him for the rest of the season. AJ, what are your thoughts on this entire thing?
9: I mean, I have plenty of thoughts on it because when I saw that report and realized he's been out since January 2nd, it's been three months. I had no idea it was a hamstring strain. Is that all he has or is he about something else he's dealing with? That's it. I got
0: a... uh, a oh, yeah. something. Yeah. I got a popliteus issue right now. The mm-hmm. muscle behind my left knee. It's right behind. It's hammy calf in between. Okay. Hammy calf yeah. because of a thunderball incident That's that it. I had. Mm-hmm. Muscles can be a little bit suspect, but it feels like maybe it's the Pelicans once again, kind of being but like <laughs> three months. That three months with a hamstring. Did he did he get surgery?
9: Did he rip it off the bone? What oh, I don't, no. for three months for a think hamstring? I not blame the Pelicans. I mean, i are, to
1: have a setback. Said the rest. Are we so sure this is the Pelicans? Are we? Is, yep. this, is this maybe not Zion? Listen, Whoa. I before the show today did just a little bit of research, just a tiny bit of research, and I do have okay. a, a little presentation. If you'd humor oh. me, yeah, absolutely. A okay. presentation? Right. Oh. Yeah, a little presentation. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, please. Yes. Okay. Now listen. <laughs> I love Zion. What is Yeah, one okay. of the biggest proponents. AJ, what the fuck is going on? Everyone always? It's
9: always good when he starts with that.
1: Everyone loves Zion in here. Don't do we not? Love, love Zion. Don't we just want to see the guy play? Love Bought his shoes. Bat. Bought his shoes. Have a jersey. Have a jersey. Everybody's got something Ate that a donut they love. The Ate a donut for him. Mm-hmm. Love the Bumpus Hans. Listen, we all have different things that we love about Zion, but there is a glaring problem that, for whatever reason, no one really wants to admit or. You know, they don't want to act like it's the real reason. On this show? I think just in general. On this show no, because I think a few people, myself included, have maybe posited this theory that there's there's something else that's kind of the issue. So okay. so this morning, before the show, okay. I said, Who are the fattest slobs that have played in the NBA? Okay. Okay. Compiled a little bit of a list. Now, keep in mind, one of Whoa! It, well, well, just just bear with me here, cuz I'm gonna go through it. One of these guys is not a fat slob, okay? But what you will hmm. see with this list is there's a little bit of a uh, a repeating factor here. Connor, what is it? This okay? is disgusting. I don't know, pal. Let's hear him. Let's see just what saying.
2: I'm also curious. It is disgusting because segment. of the situation.
1: Hey, but Jay, we don't
2: need it
0: from you. Listen, I'm not something.
1: I'm not saying Zion is a fat, out-of-shape slob. I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> What we've seen so far, he might find himself on this list in a few years.
0: Okay, there's a chance it could happen it, where people would judge him for that. Bingo.
1: Yeah, potential. I, it might already be happening. You're trying to help. I'm trying, trying to help. Him. He's on you, that AJ. path. He's on that path. Mm. Who's number five? Please bring him up. I'm sure he'll see it that way. Mike Sweetney. Okay. Now, keep in mind, a lot of these guys, like, he, he didn't come into the NBA at 340 pounds. Okay, he didn't. He was the ninth overall pick in the 2003 NBA draft. I believe he played at about 282. Okay. Okay. But another thing you'll see about a lot of these guys on this list is there was kind of, uh, you know, a lot of concerns over their career that they are fat and lazy. Oh. (laughs) Really? So this guy balloons up to 340 in his career. Okay? Yikes. Just guess what his stats are. Keep in mind, this guy's a lottery pick. He's the number nine pick in the 2003 NBA draft. Number nine pick? That guy's a dog. He's got to average at least 15,
0: maybe 16 points a game. Ten ten boards. Yeah, Yeah, but we'll give him seven to eight, maybe nine boards.
1: Not a chance, okay? This guy averaged about six points and like three rebounds a game in in a couple years. Basically played for one team. They're like, hey, fatso, get in shape. Get rid (laughs) of him." Goes to another team. Hey, fatso, I thought you were going to get in shape. Can't do it. Goes to another team. He bounces uh-huh. around a bunch, and then what does he do? He ends up playing overseas, okay? He goes over to China. He goes to Taiwan, whatever, and he has a pretty good career over there. Okay. That's fine. This guy's the number nine pick in the NBA okay. draft, okay? Basically, ate too much McDonald's, ate too much pizza. What? was just a big old fat Wow. Pick. Look at this guy. <laughs> That's that, Sweetney? This is Sweetney. Look at this fucking guy, okay? <laughs> this guy could start at left guard for the Cowboys right now and probably could have in his front. Probably should have. <laughs> probably shouldn't have been playing in – Azerbaijan or wherever the hell he's playing right now. (laughs) Got it. Okay? So there's Mike Sweeten. You go to number four, please. I was in Uruguay. Uruguay. Eddie Curry. Oh. Bruce knows Eddie Curry well. Zeke knows Eddie Curry well. He's – this guy comes right out of high school. He's supposed to be the next big thing. He's the number four pick. Whoa. I think the 2001 NBA draft. Jesus. And the difference with Eddie Curry is, again, he he was drafted around 285, lean, mean, fighting machine, rebounding machine when he comes in. Yeah. Again, hey, you're lazy and you're turning into a fat so. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He just keeps eating, spending his money. He's having a bunch of issues. He ends up ballooning to three hundred and fifteen. Now he did play in the NBA for about twelve years. Hey, okay, okay. Yeah. successful, so, for great sure, career, successful. Uh, let me see what his exact stats are, though. Okay, so not bad. Played eleven years. Averaged about 13 points a game and about six boards.
0: Damn. Like that, okay, Eddie Curry. It can be
1: done. Not bad. But again, the, the big thing with Eddie Curry is everyone was talking about how good this guy could have been. I mean, considering him kind of like the next Shack when he came in. Damn. But he's just lazy, oh, and he no. was okay with you know averaging 13 points and, and six rebounds. That's fine. Doesn't matter.
6: Gotcha. Role player.
1: Role player, sure. Not what you're drafting at number four for. You're not thinking of a, a role player. You're no. thinking, hey, maybe this fat, lazy son of a bitch is going to get his shit together <laughs> and he's going to lead us to a championship. Well no, when he was drafted. he was too I heard. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. What did he end at, though? 350. Jesus Christ. That's ridiculous. Go to, go, go to the next guy. Jeez. Now, this one's a little bit of an out. I mean, everyone remembers <laughs> Big Sim Buller, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> this guy's just a big son of a bitch. He's 7'5", 360. He played in New Mexico, had a hell of a run in the NCAA yeah. tournament. He didn't get drafted. He went to the Kings. They are just basically like, Sim, you're just a big <laughs> son of a bitch. You actually aren't very good at basketball, so we can't keep you." He played in the NBA for one year. Look how big that son of a bitch is. Man, I remember this Sims, guy. Sim's yeah. a big guy. Do, yeah. You do. A f- sweet mid-range game. Sweet mid-range game. This guy could fucking shoot a 13-foot jumper in yeah. your eye like you wouldn't believe. But he played one year in the NBA. Didn't really have any issues. He just wasn't good enough. Simple as that. Okay. All right. Go to the next one. 7-5-3-6. Okay, Shaq. And again. Shaq played at about 325 in his heyday, but Shaq was an incredible athlete, very very similar to Zion, okay? Yeah. Ended yeah. at 360, but that was more we're talking about the big Aristotle there. That yeah. was, you know, he was mm-hmm. he was past his prime. Shaq missed the first 12 games of the 2002 2003 NBA season, he had to have complete reconstructive toe surgery. Basically, felt like he was walking on TNT every single game Jeez. the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what they did the year before, though? What's what? that? Uh, they won the fucking championship, and he was the NBA Finals MVP. So, you know, Shaq's a tough son of a bitch, okay? Yeah. Shaq's an anomaly. Yeah, he is. He's an anomaly. He played for 20 years. Go to number one. This is uh, this is an issue. Oliver Miller. Oh, my gosh. Okay, number 22 pick of the 1993 NBA draft. <laughs> This fucking son of a bitch ended up weighing 375 pounds. Big guy. Whoa. Big guy. Big guy. Same deal. None of these guys really had any issues with injuries. It was kind of just, hey, you're a fat slob, and you can't run it up up and down the court, okay? That's that's an issue. We play basketball here, okay? We're not playing badminton. We're not playing pickleball. you got to be able to move. Look at this guy. Does that look like a fucking basketball player to you? He's on the Kings, yeah. He was on the Kings. He was on the Kings. He's actually in the Pacers Hall of Fame uh, because it really he, no well no but look <laughs> does he not does he not look good in that uniform yeah it looks like the cheese
2: curds and breadsticks got to him, exactly Indiana's right? got good food they, they do. do they
1: do well they got fast so fat. what's what's the presentation saying so the presentation yeah. is listen all these guys who are playing had a lot of talent but they with the exception of Shaq again Shaq's an outlier yeah. none of these guys have Zion talent okay and they didn't have the the medical marvels that we have now they didn't have the you know the food regiments that all these guys are on they didn't have all the scientific data and research that zion has at his fingertips okay zion right now he's missed 60 percent of the games in his nba career damn. damn played 24 games in his rookie year 61 games the next year pretty okay. good didn't play all of last year and then okay. this year he's played 29 games okay <laughs> When he plays, he's unbelievable. He's he's averaging almost twenty-six points and seven rebounds a game. That's unbelievable. But he's missed sixty percent of his fucking games right now. His current playing weight listed two eighty-four. It's not bad. Yeah, that's perfect. perfect. You remember what I said about two eighty? What a couple of these guys were when they came into the league. Two eighty-two, two eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, but Zion's—he's at his playing
2: weight. I thought. Can
1: do that. That's his playing weight right now. Okay, if he doesn't get his shit together and kind of get his you know start listening to some people maybe not going out to eat five times a day only need three meals a day what's okay? your problem need- <laughs> do you know this or is this all 11? yeah wait this is what i'm posturing right now i'm speculating purely purely speculative okay i don't want eight years from now us to look back and say jesus christ zion's 385 plou- <laughs> pounds playing over in you know zing province in china okay bound down to xi Jinping. Okay, you think I want that? I yes, you think no. anyone else wants that? Want no way. that. No, they don't. All I'm saying is Zion. Okay, this is one more year that we're we're notching off his Checking career. Off. Okay, and he's already been paid. Now it's time to maybe take this shit seriously. Hey, come on, Zion, we you, need you. What do you say, Zion? Zion? Well, that, we need you, Zion. Is right? that an
3: your... Ocean's Eleven <laughs> reference?
1: No, Xi <laughs> Jinping <G-Zing laughs> is the current that fucking for that. Yeah, of course it is. Hey, come on, Zion. Zion, come need on, you. Zion. Okay, don't need you to end up being Oliver Miller. Being 6'9 and weighing 375 pounds playing in China. Okay. You belong in the NBA. You belong in the Hall of Fame. You should be a perennial all star. Fucking take the Bumpus Hounds for a walk every once in a while. All right. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Ty. I didn't like the way you said fat so a few times because my weight
0: fluctuates and I'm not an easily skinny human being. I have to focus on, you know, the whole what I'm eating because I love food. Yeah. I enjoy eating a lot. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. Some people don't like eating. Some people just have the ability to stop eating great-tasting things and then move on, either easily or very difficult. They're able to do it. Some people aren't. I am a person that enjoys eating. My weight fluctuated as I was in the NFL, but there came a point where I was like, "Hey, you gotta like, hey, you're a, you're kind of a disgusting." You know what I mean? Like We're Ben cool. and Terry actually had a convo with me, and Darren, special teams coordinator for the Bengals. There's one preseason game he was like. So what's the deal here? Are you just trying to become like the fattest punter in the league? Or- and I was like, Darren. Jesus. Darren. Jeez. When you mentioned the white the jer- all white, the all white
9: jerseys, Dan. Yeah. Come
0: on. We wore these Spanks. Hey, Darren, you guys were in black and orange. I get it. I got these Spanks on or whatever. But it was like a combo that I had to have. And I immediately got better. Yeah. Like I got better as soon as I started taking care of myself and focusing on it. But it was not an easy thing for me. And then you, you think back to other athletes. Like there's some athletes that lose weight quickly whenever they retire. And then there's some guys that gain a lot of weight quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because how people view food and their tendencies with it and around it. So I understand it's not easy, but God damn it. We want Zion to be in the best possible mm. shape he could possibly be in. Because there were some pictures. We heard he maybe changed his entire thing. And there were some pictures that came out where he looked like jacked. And we we're like, holy Trey. shit. Yeah. Is this a new Zion? And they are like, no, no. This is, this is what he always looks like. Oh, he's always been jacked. Everybody in that world seems to believe that he has to trim down with the way the NBA yes. is, with the way traveling is. It's not easy, though, AJ. It's not an easy thing. But if he did it, the NBA would be much better, I think, AJ
9: yeah I mean I think the majority of humans alive have struggles with that, trying to figure out like all right and how do you how do you limit what you're eating what do you as you get older too it's not it doesn't get easier for people to stay in shape so that's another thing to worry about. But are you You think all of these injury situations are related to his weight? It feels like that's the way we're and the fire. Yeah. I mean, that's what the hamstring saying. strain is what freaks me out. A three-month hamstring strain is what's weird. Because if you do put him back in there and they say we want to protect him for his long-term health, it's not like he had microfracture surgery on his knee. We're talking a hamstring that even if he ripped it off the bone in the playoffs would heal in the offseason. Have you ever had a hamstring? Nope. Luckily, I have not.
0: No, but hamstrings, though, that like couple weeks, you know? I think depending yeah, really on bad him. ones. Maybe a month for a really bad one. Three
9: months. So there has to be more, or he had a setback. They tried to come back and do the two on two, two on three,
0: and he popped it again. Is what I am thinking. Yeah, maybe we could just see him pop it again in live action. Yeah, then.
2: you know, like, what sure. is uh, what? What's the two on two bullshit? Like even that stuff, it's like, hey, if this guy's just having a hamstring injury, he should probably be coming back a little sooner. And the other thing to tie his presentation, they already gave him a max contract, like they gave him a four year one hundred eighty million dollar deal.
1: Invested a lot of money in this. Yeah. Guy. And he is. Like, he's unbelievable to watch. And you're not, like, I'm not trying to just rip on his weight, but, like, that clearly is one of the fucking issues. And maybe the problem is he doesn't have as many people around him. Cause, like, whenever he does play, he plays unbelievable 26 and 7. So, exactly. Good. So maybe yes. it's like, hey, I don't need to change anything. But also, like, he's running the risk of, you know, you keep getting hurt like this. Eventually, like he's whole not, career wasted. He's not yeah. going to be playing in the NBA in two years. Whole
2: career wasted. Exactly, Greg Oden. Well, and talk about the new he had a knee. the new deal too. Like sixty-five know. games to win an award. He'll never win an MVP or a Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved.
0: Lord, it's a shame
2: we miss you out there, Zion.
1: Yeah. Get, better, Zion. get better, Zion. I want to see Season you playing B. in China.
2: You
0: certainly don't. None of us I don't. Do. No. Let's, no. Go I don't Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Five Energy phone line here. Uh, Let's go to Ben in Rhode Island. What's going on, Ben? How's it going? Keep it it going, going. Ben.
5: Atta, baby. With the NFL draft coming up, it kind of feels like there's, like, the, the draft gets super hyped up with the quarterbacks. It feels like there was, like, that one and two guy for a long time. Like, in 2021, with Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, like, through middle school, they were the number one, number two guys. And all of a sudden, Wilson, Lance, they get hyped up. And then Fields falls 11 to the Bears, which I'm a Bears fan. Why do y'all We're think on. this happens? Like, it seems to happen every year.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Evaluation, performance. Some people come out of nowhere, you know, like Mac Jones came out of nowhere, kind of. I think in that whole conversation of who's at the top, obviously he had backed up for a long time. Joe Burrow kind of came out of nowhere; he was backing up quarterbacks at Ohio State before he had to transfer out. So there's, I think there's an outlier that kind of comes out of nowhere that can potentially rattle some things. But Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, I'd assume Anthony Richardson, yeah, they were. Hendon Hooker is older though, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: He went to Virginia Tech first, I
0: think. He's 24, 25, 25. I I assume they've all been in the conversation, though, of, like, top quarterbacks in that class, I would assume. I know. And yeah, no, Yeah, Bryce and Bryce, CJ know each other a long, long time?
2: A yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. okay. Will, Will Levis, too, he had to transfer and, like, Sometimes players come out of nowhere, right, because other teams are pumping them up, like the whole Mac Jones thing. The Trey Lance noise got so loud that eventually like, flipped the Niners, almost, it feels like.
0: Yeah, the Mac Jones-Trey Lance noise was
2: wild. Crazy, up until the
0: day of. Wasn't that, AJ? That was really wild. I-, I wonder if they knew, if they actually knew, and then they didn't decide till day of. That's why news kind of came out. That particular day, we had a source. Says. Tell us that particular thing, and that kind of – set off a chain of events on that particular draft day that was wild. I don't know if we'll ever be able to encapsulate what that day was like (laughs) Mm -hmm. from our standpoint and how everything was unfolding, but Carolina knows, right? They know?
9: I honestly don't know. I'm not – I am not sure either way. And also, if we know who's pulling the trigger, who's making the final decision, is it the owner?
2: Lombo said Tepper's making it. Tepper, yeah. yeah. And he said that they wouldn't trade up if they didn't know he who they were going to take. And so, he said yeah, – then I guess – Yeah.
0: And Lombo said Bryce
2: Young's the pick. I've been saying that for a month. Mm-hmm. We don't
0: know if it's been a full month, but he's trying to say right. like – right. I didn't feel this way.
1: The whole month of April, at least.
0: Yeah, this yeah. month of April. Mm-hmm. This whole month right? that we're currently in. Yes. Already seven days in. I know. It's wild. Hey, life's flying, mm. AJ. Yeah, I know. Pretty quick. I got a baby coming soon. Yeah. yeah.
9: Jeez. Yeah. It's awesome. Month, month, month and a half. Like a little over a month?
0: Yeah, a little over a month. Jeez. Mm-hmm.
9: It's awesome. You have go- to get the house set up at all? Get that go bag.
1: Get the go bag ready. Yeah,
0: that was Oh yeah, we got the mm-hmm. the hospital bag ready. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that
9: was number one. You gonna cut the cord?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you can cut the cord. You can too. Did you?
9: <laughs> yeah, I did. But like I said, I stayed up top. I not I wasn't down in the danger zone. I was up there just <laughs> pet my wife's head, and saying "Good job." Support him. <laughs> and then cut the cord and don't don't take a gander at anything down there. <laughs> That's <laughs> every. You have like four kids every time absolutely yeah my wife was she was on board with that she's like no you're good yeah you don't need to i'm like yeah you know i told you before man like that two girls one cup messed me up for a couple years so i'm not (laughs) (laughs) good point me too i told my wife the same thing she's like i get
0: it i don't want you down there either uh i didn't even think about the two girls one cup thing because i used to gag immediately upon hearing of it because yep. I would think of that smoothie, yep. soft serve. Exactly. <laughs>
2: uh, Ruined. I it. did
0: puke. Obviously, the first couple of times I came into the world. Where are those girls now? I honestly, I think they're running Fortune five hundred. They yeah. had yep. to have died. I mean, the things they were putting into oh their bodies. My God. Like, OnlyFans, maybe. The, I don't know, dude. They would have made a- somebody that's just guzzling poop. Probably,
2: you know, yeah. make <laughs> other decisions. Yeah, that's true. D- Dr. 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 Okay. Honestly, mm-hmm. We hope they're okay. Honestly, we hope they're okay. Yeah,
9: it is weird. They haven't popped up. You would think like one of the "Where are they now?" situations we'd see.
2: Probably still guzzling poop. Yeah, <laughs> true life, maybe. <laughs> I just- still like poop. <laughs> well, why don't you take this? Uh, you know, kind of on did your, that your get shoulders. So
9: famous. How did that get thrown
2: around the world? Because
9: everybody so had quick. the
0: same reaction when they saw it. They vomited. Yeah, and then some people were able to get past it and laugh at it. I like you. Numerous years into the future, anytime I heard about it, it was a oh, oh. that one and Church of Fudge. Oh, see, I don't know, I don't know which one you're I talking about. That yeah, I, I, don't seen talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I refuse to ever
4: watch it. Never well, seen it.
0: Church of Fudge sounds like Either you have to seek it out. Either of them,
9: I have never seen them.
0: <laughs> All right, because Two Girls One Cup was shoved into my face. Oh. Yeah. Sam
9: you Bennett should, is in second Emmy place. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? He just hit a long putt, too, Sam Bennett. But Evie probably should, just so he has a reference on what we're talking
4: about. No, I'm good. If people say it's gross, don't watch
9: it. I
0: won't watch it. Foxy, here's what it is. You should watch it. Some people like it. Soft serve ice cream. Okay. Out of... Asshole into mouth. Okay. Yep. Not ice cream, though. No.
1: Okay. Diarrhea. The All right, I just watched it. I'm good. No, you'd like like the cinematic value of it, though, Foxy. <laughs> you probably should Yeah, because
0: that bathroom video
1: right. you created in yeah. high school. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of so
0: similar. It's like Top Gun. So hey, this is your guys' generation, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was. It was a fucked up part of our generation. I yeah. will say, we didn't get everything right, dude. Your generation wouldn't be able to fucking last. Either. Yeah, the pain Olympics <laughs> were a game changer. <laughs> dude, I puked. Glass oh. ass? I puked seeing it. I don't know that one. See, these are things that I don't know. All
2: yeah. Great. This guy sits on the hard. They're breaks. all
0: great. You yeah. you
2: like that no, type of no, no.
3: shaped us as human beings, yeah. We really did. <laughs> didn't shape
0: me, bro.
2: They are crazy videos. That was like the birth of the internet was two girls one cup, you could say. Yeah. It
9: was dial up probably. Yeah. People yeah. getting even hey, Kimbo. So
2: like for me Kimbo Slice one of the earliest. Yep, sure, him just going
0: internet, in the backyards. You know what yep. I mean? And then I think we we experienced the pitfalls of the internet quickly with Two Girls, One Cup after that. Yeah. It was like, oh, the internet's awesome. What do you see? Well, I see this guy down in South Florida. He's got these, uh, he's kind of got a bald head, and then he's got uh, dreads there. And then he just walks into people's backyards and beats the fuck out of them. That's yeah. sweet. Where's that at? Oh, it's on a uh, computer. You got a, dude. Call, and then you get there, mm-hmm. and you just got to hope. You got mail. You got to hope that it updates. Yeah, the, the, obviously, instant messenger obviously came into the game, and everything was good. Yeah. Everything was – the internet's awesome. Holy shit. And then all of a sudden, two girls one cups come. It's like, the internet has some downfalls. <laughs> i to turn this off. Little did we know, though, that would just lead to a – for you page on twitter yeah they would just be people getting yes. their fucking heads caved in right oh, yeah. on a regular basis it's tough to see some of that stuff agent i can't do it I did can't. the girls
9: puke were they puking on each other too no they're professionals i think one of them actually, did. yeah they did yeah, yeah i
0: think one you of them would did. have to there was puke yeah, yeah so that actually got me in trouble the uh, the night i got arrested yeah They said at some point you should have puked you did not this means your body was used to it or whatever and I said, "Did do we know if I puked? Oh. Did you ask me if I puked? Nobody asked me. I was shirtless. That's probably why. That's probably why I took a shirt off. Yeah, there's puke on it. They're like, not once whenever you tell a story have you said that you puked in there or whatever. It's like, yeah, we always leave that sue thing. me.
3: Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> I probably well, did. And then bang, 27 months in the substance of abuse program. Thank you. Thank you so much. Imagine if those girls didn't puke, though. That means their body's just used to it. Yeah, that's an issue. Which yeah. leads me to my next point. They're definitely dead, which is a shame. Definitely. But yeah. they made some questionable decisions. Moment yeah. of
2: silence, baby. It's got to... Mm-hmm. Well, Put on the
9: ticker.
0: <laughs> Two girls, one cup, girl. Uh, R.I.P. Miss you, girls. Love you, girls. <laughs> I did not. I, actually, I hated every part of CBS. I'm not uh-huh. going back
9: to it. I haven't gone back to it since I don't know what Ever. grade I watched it, but yeah. Ever. Can't wait to make you watch
0: No, that's what. Remember, I did get something forced in my face by AJ. Oh yeah, I'm not good at those things That's I'm, not, right. I'm not good at watching this stuff I try to keep myself isolated right. away from all that stuff Because I'm just like, oh, okay, I get it You guys think it's disgusting, awesome In my head, don't have to watch it I'll just take your guys' you know, kind of notes That's disgusting I'm going to move on
6: yeah.
0: That sounds like a fake report on the internet About one of the girls that I'm certainly not going to say Into a microphone but, uh, Have Zeet say it Go ahead, eat? I saw that uh I saw a report that uh one of the girls did die a year later of dysteria.
4: Dysentery. Dysentery. No
9: <laughs> dysteria.
0: Dys- <there's> no <laughs>
9: Dys- no no that has to be a rumor.
0: That's what he said in my ear, by the way, for breaking news. Like, think that's what happens. That's how the show works. What he just said right there. That's what Perfect. happens. That's, that's what happens for everything. What'd they die from? Hey, one of the girls died from dysteria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> what... <laughs> think about that we got to be the only show on Earth oh, yeah. that has that type of operation. No yep. doubt. Ah, ZD Baby. Good research, Z. We appreciate you. Baby Z. Let's go to the phones. Oh, man. Just had a visual. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's, my it's God. It's tough thinking about it. All right. Don't do it. Change the subject. Let's go to Swan in Wisconsin. What's going on, Swanee? See us soon. Swanny oh, so add to that
2: conversation? has
0: got a Jeff in Oregon on, he's puking. Swanee was puking. Mm-hmm. We just got an update Swanny.: i uh, Might have been looking it up. What's it's got so a Jeff doing? don't do not. <laughs> just got a Jeff in Oregon. How you doing, Jeff?
7: How we doing boys? Keep, Keep it moving, good. Jeff. Hell yeah holy shit i just gotta say it's an honor to have my voice echo through the sacred pews of the thunderdome wow nobody thank can you hear so you much. in the thunderdome
0: just uh, all our headphones are on there's actually no sound out here but we get what you're saying and we're thankful well, in,
7: in my mind it's just echoing through and it's beautiful and i love it thank you guys so much okay sounds oh, yeah. good No pews. what i want to know is we talk about how the AFC is stacked right we got we got padma Mahomes. Why? We got Joe Burrow. Why? Uh, we we got fucking maybe Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Why? We got Justin Herbert. Why? How come? How come my boys from Duval yeah. don't get that same respect? We just beat Herbert down twenty seven nothing at halftime yeah. last year. Our division's fucking easy. We're gonna have another home playoff game this year. We got Calvin Ridley, we added. How come nobody's talking about my boys from Jacksonville,
0: huh? All right, Jeff. Thank you, pal. Uh, another conversation about the Jacksonville Jaguars that we need to have. Bauke has a clown figurine on his desk because the fans of the Jacksonville Jaguars, for the last game against the Indianapolis Colts a couple years back, all not all of them, a majority of them, mm-hmm. dressed like clowns because they felt as if the team was being run by clowns. Mm-hmm. That's how embarrassing the operation was down there. That was when Urban Meyer was the head yep. coach and then let go. Balky was the GM. The Con family, still owners now, were owners then. They had little to no expectations ever. First pick of the draft back-to-back years. That's tough to do to be the worst team in the NFL back-to-back years. They're trying to make you better. So that convo has always been the convo about the Jags. Now the Jags beat the Colts in that Town game. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. And that's a division rival, allegedly. Those the division good. is weak. With the way Trevor Lawrence plays football, and with the video I just seen of them working out with Calvin Ridley and the boys out there, Yep, they're going to be damn good. They were damn good. And we're going to talk more about them. But I don't think the time is now, strictly because of what the time has been in Jacksonville, which is abysmal, which is not your fault. The fans are excited, I think, for yeah. the future. But that's why it's not the constant conversation, AJ.
9: I think if you're a Jags fan... You should obviously be very excited about the team you have going forward, and like they they look like they are a legit contender for some time, like moving forward, but also like enjoy the fact that you're under the radar. this is great for them you don't want to you don't want the expectations to be too high because you can just take the whole league by storm, which I think they kind of did last year they definitely kind of started they they set the roots like going the right way I feel like
2: in the conversation with the Jags kinda has been this off season like yeah, they're going to be in it, I yeah. feel like even though we're not talking about them as much as the other guys, the assumption is, yeah, the Jags are going to win the AFC South, no doubt about it. And Doug Peterson has won before. He's Mm -hmm. down
0: there now. Trevor Lawrence appears to be a guy. (laughs) Joining us now is a man who has a massive weekend because UFC 287 is tomorrow night. There's a massive grudge match that's about to take place for the title. Izzy Adesanya will battle against his longtime rival Pereira in what will be electrifying in the beautiful city of Miami as Street Jesus, Jorge Mosfidal takes on Gilbert Burns. It'll be a great fight night, and the man to put it all together, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Dana White.
7: Yeah, Dana!
0: What's up, dude? What's up, boys? No worries. Hey, we wasted some of your time. We apologize. I had to run and take a piss, and I actually pulled my uh, popliteus, which is a muscle in the back of my knee, so I had to waddle to the shitter. We apologize for being a little late,
10: pal. No, it's all good, man. I I, I liked watching it. Like I like I, I liked watching how you got a. You're such a rock star now, rock, walking through the back halls. Everybody wants to talk you, touch you. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Yes, rip your tie off, put your shirt on. Come on, good stuff.
0: Well, I'm trying to be Dana White, you know, and not that you're ever yeah. wearing a tie, but you are always on the move. Are you done in Miami already? And how is the vibe?
10: I am. It's incredible. You, you know what's amazing about this city is, you know, I, I was reading the statues. traffic here is horrendous? It's terrible. Um. I was reading this stat where, like, almost a half a million people have moved here uh, in, in the last year. So this Jesus. place is jumping, man. We went to a I, 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 I had dinner with my pa- old partner Lorenzo Fortida last night, and uh, I went to meet my crew after at midnight at this at this restaurant. Place was packed. The whole, the streets are packed at midnight. This place reminds me of what L.A. was ten years ago. Um, oh, it's really?
0: incredible. Hmm. Okay, I've heard the great news. I've seen it on the internet. Getting to experience it, I assume, is a different animal. It's just alive and and well. Because weren't they putting for spring break? I think they were putting like curfews in order Mm -hmm. because it was getting too wild. I think like two weeks ago, you could see how that could be the case. It it appears.
10: Yeah, it's incredible. The buzz and energy down here is great. The weather's good every day. I'm looking out my window right now. The beach is packed all the way up and down. People are walking up and down the streets and shopping. It's just. Miami is 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 as hot as Miami has ever been. Congratulations wow. Miami, oh, let's go.
0: Goodness. Go ahead
9: AJ. Dana, what is it, what do you feel like what does it feel like there, you know, ahead of this big event? Miami obviously unbelievable place, but sometimes when there's a lot of other great things to do, people don't pay as much attention. Maybe like a football team say out in California like, "Oh, why would I go to the game? I want to surf." Is Miami similar to that or are people still pretty juiced
10: for the event? Incredible question, brother, cuz let me tell you what we haven't been here in 20 years. 20 years ago, I came down here and we did a live gate of like $446,000. And I said, I will never come back here again. <laughs> and uh, here I am 20 years later. And this gate is like, it, we, we're probably going to hit $11.5 million on the gate. Here. Place is sold out. It's packed. And the uh, it's the biggest gate outside of uh, Las Vegas and Madison Square Garden. In the United States, Miami is on a whole nother level now, man. I'm telling you, 10 years ago, L.A. was one of the greatest cities in the country, maybe even in the world. Not so much now. Well, and when you look at Miami now, Miami is exactly what L.A. what, what L.A. used to be. It's, it's fascinating to see this down here.
0: It's, uh, it's fascinating in my mind right now whether or not we just throw... Little gasoline in there and say, What do you think happened to LA, to, uh, to you? But we will keep this positive because we got a massive weekend. Uh, but to uh, AJ's point there, you talked about the $450,000 gate. Like some people, those Miami Heat games, people don't even show up till late and oh, yeah. UFC fights. I mean, I think that's kind of status quo, but Street Jesus being in there has to be a big deal, right? Obviously, Jorge Mosfadal, that's a great decision by you to have that take place. And I think business sense, it'll make, out, uh, make up for itself as well.
10: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, whenever you go into one of these towns, and you can have one of the hometown guys on the card, especially when they're a huge superstar like he is. It makes all the sense in the world. But that doesn't always work out with timing. And you'd be surprised, but a lot of guys don't like to fight in their hometown like it used to be. There's a lot of pressure on them. Everybody hitting them up for tickets. People, you know, everywhere they go, everybody's on. Um, you know, it's a lot of pressure for a guy to fight in his own hometown. But Yeah,
0: no, you're not wrong. It's a big deal. Jorge's ready for it, I assume. Mm -hmm. And obviously the main event is a big deal because it's a rematch and these guys have known each other for a long time. And we'll dive into that at some point. But we have to talk, whenever you talk about gate and business and how good your business is, about the addition of the WWE into the Endeavor family. Did you know this was happening? Were you a part of the conversation? I understand Ari Emanuel runs Endeavor, which purchased UFC, and then said, hey, Dana, we need you to stick around. We're going to pay you a hilarious... Amount of money Mm -hmm. to continue to do your thing. And the price valuation, smart play, has only gone up since the Endeavor purchase, and obviously, pay-per-views, break records, and gate break uh record breaking all the time. WWE Vince McMahon sticking around. Endeavor does the purchase. How much did you know? How much were you involved? And how do you feel about it,
10: Dana? Yeah, it's one of the great things about Ari and and why he's such a great partner and why he's so good to work with. Uh, You know, he came in and he bought the UFC. They asked me to stay, and Ari is one of those guys that uh, he lets, lets you run your business. He lets you do what you do, and I actually met with, with, with the McMahons uh, the last time I was in New York to really talk about. They wanted to know what it was like to be you know, in business with them and everything else, and obviously, I couldn't say anything but incredible positive things about it. Ari is one of those guys, you run your business, and if you need him, pick up the phone and call him, and he can make anything happen. So I, I think, you know, how, how this is going to affect our company, it won't at all. I mean, we're going to keep doing what we do. Uh, h- how it affects WWE is I think that uh, th- there's a lot of value that Ari can add on the business side, whether it's uh, licensing, uh, sponsorship, and the list goes on and on. He'll, he'll help grow those different areas of their business. And, you know, they're valued at $9 billion. Watch and see what they are in five years. Yeah, that seems to be the thing. That
0: happened to UFC, obviously, when it was purchased for like $4 billion or $5 billion, or if it's $6, maybe. A six and a half. Six, whatever it was. It's now like 11 point something. Yeah. And whenever it was purchased, I think, what's that?
10: $4.02 billion. And, uh, you know, we always knew there was room for growth. And what we wanted to do, and the Fertittas were really good about this, just like Bob Meyerowitz, who sold it to us, Bob Meyerowitz felt like we were guys that could take it to another level. And the same thing happened when we sold to Ari. You wanted to sell it to a guy who could help grow the business and take it to another level, and that's exactly what Vince has done too. When you look at all the suitors out there and all the people that possibly want to buy your business, you want to sell it to the to the to the group that you think can take it to another level.
0: Yeah, yours only has grown three X in valuation, right? Since then, I think that uh, they yeah. did. They did the. Tw- exactly. Yeah, right.
10: That's pretty good.
0: Hey, not bad. Okay. Let's go. Because when it went for $4 billion, obviously everybody knows the story of you and the Fertitas buying it for, like, very cheap in comparison to. Then it goes for $4 billion, everybody's like, damn, what a fucking American business story. And a lot of people are like, never going to get that money back. These are haters, obviously. Never going to get that. Not me. Not me. Not me. A lot of people saying, that's a lot of money for UFC. And then now it's worth $12 billion? It's like, three. are you yeah.
10: fucking kidding me? That has to feel good, Dana. Most of the media out there, my buddies in the media, (laughs) were uh, talking about uh, Ari overpaid for it, stupidest thing ever, UFC has peaked, this is the end of it. And I always talk about this. When when media people start talking about business, these guys have never done anything. They've never built anything. Nobody's ever depended on them for a paycheck. They're some of the dumbest people on earth. (laughs) When they talk about business, it's 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 fascinating. And, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: Okay. Well, I want to let you know, over here in the NFL world, there's a lot of people talking about business that have no idea what they're talking about either. So I think that is just a common problem. But you've handled business incredibly well. You should be proud of yourself. You also look good. we still
10: ketoing? Still keto? Thanks, okay. I-, I will never... We'll, 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 do a meet, we'll, we'll do an interview in three years, and I'll still be keto. I will never stop keto. I'm doing it for the rest of my life.
0: Okay, so I know a couple people who have been able to commit to keto for 17 years. I think Brock Lesnar yeah. said mm-hmm. he's been doing keto for 15 years on our show. I yeah. think that was the thing. Most people say they can't stick with it. Obviously, you have the access to have the food and the chef. You think your taste buds will be able to handle it, or does that not matter?
10: Uh, it's, it's, it's been amazing for me. It's, it's completely – this whole – Gary Brecka, this human biologist that I hooked up with 10 months ago in Miami has completely changed my life, man. I'm not on any more doctors, pills, no more medicine, uh, no thyroid, no blood pressure, no cholesterol medicine. All I'm on are, are, are supplements, natural supplements. I don't snore anymore. What? I don't have sleep apnea. Oh, um, that over. Uh, uh, I don't have high blood pressure. My legs used to be all messed up. From blood flow and cholesterol, all gone. I feel like I'm 20 years old again. This guy has completely changed my life.
2: Okay, Let's
0: Dana, go. the jackhammer's wow. back. Hell yeah.
2: Okay, we like that, pal. Happy for you. Connor has a question for you, Dana. Yeah, Dana. Obviously, the John Jones fight, everyone watched, and he's you know going at it with Stipe coming up here. There's a lot of talk with Nganu now. Is he done completely with the UFC, or do you think there's a chance that you and him might work something out and he could come back?
10: No, we 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 worked with this guy for two years to try to get him a fight. He's absolutely impossible to deal with. He, he's an, he, no, we're, he'll he'll never be in the UFC again. So he made his decision. We 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 worked hard, man, and and one of my guys, Hunter Campbell, who works for me, must have done seventy five dinners with this guy trying to get him, you know, on board. We offered him a lot of money, showed him nothing but respect. We wanted to keep him and. uh, that ship has sailed.
0: Why? Good. Why didn't he want to? He just didn't think you were meeting what he the criteria. Because he comes from what, like a a, like sand, a sand factory yeah, yeah. Mine, mine. Like yeah. his story is an incredible one. Just couldn't get to the number. What was it? Was it everything else? What
10: is it? I have no idea. I literally don't even think about him anymore. We've moved on, and and uh, you know. And the bottom line is, there's no doubt John Jones is the best heavyweight in the world. So John Jones will fight whoever until. John Jones decides to retire. It's fascinating because when you think about John Jones disappeared for a few years, then he pops up and says, he wants to fight one of these guys. He doesn't care who it is. He'd, he'd have fought Francis. He'd have fought Stipe, he, you know, Cyril, whoever it is. Then he comes in and, and he starts talking like, I'm going to walk right through this guy. I'm going to make it look so easy. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. That, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty bold statement to say. When you. Then he does it and poof. He's gone again. <laughs> John Jones goes back underground, and uh, you know, and and let me know when the Steepe fight's done. And it's 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 he is a he is a fascinating, talented artist to deal with. So you have not heard from him since. Wow, I
0: haven't heard a word of him. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> hey, John, congratulations
10: <laughs> on the f- on David Copperfield. Yeah, that is. He's all- back- <laughs> Back in New Mexico doing whatever he does, man. He's shooting <laughs> guns. He's got German shepherds. He's, you know, doing his
9: thing. Hey, congrats to John Jones. just fucking, yeah, yeah. fucking.
0: <laughs> that, that, is that is awesome. Go ahead, AJ.
9: Dana, coming from your the position you have and so many people getting at you, isn't that kind of nice, kind of a relief that you don't have to deal with a guy
10: every single day probably trying to text you and bug you about things? Yeah, I mean, I, I love making the big fights and making fights that should happen when they're supposed to happen, but, you know, um, in the history of this company, since I've been here, right, 22, 23 years, whatever it is, there's only two fights where we weren't able to make, a Fedor fight with Brock Lesnar and then a Francis Ngannou fight. Not a bad record, and, uh, you know, I'll, t- I'll take it.
0: You know why? I think it's because the way you go about doing business, everybody knows exactly what they're getting. For instance, yesterday, press conference, to promote a fight, you know, you have Jorge Masvidal and Gilbert Burns there, and they ask a question about you know Colby Covington or the next opportunity at the title, and you go, "Colby Covington cut weight in London. He's got the next one." Then you take your drink of water. Then there's booing, you know. There's a little bit of a scene, and then it's like, "All right, next question. This is how this is going to be. You've <laughs> always been that way." Heavy is the head, I guess. Making those decisions, you're not always going to be a fan favorite. Is that something you even worry about at this stage of anything?
10: No, I did. Listen, uh, our fans are our fans are pretty good, man. They. they uh you know, we got to up. the thing that drives me crazy is yesterday we're up there and we're dealing with some of these MMA guys that are just fucking stupid, uh, uh, unprofessional, and, and looking for clickbait and dumb shit. And, you know, you had these guys going up. You know, Kevin Holland and, and Masvidal got into it. So they want to get up and start asking questions. Uh, why did you guys get in the fight? What's going on with this, this, this? Shut the fuck up. These, these guys aren't fighting, okay? <laughs> And it's not a good thing that it, that they got in a fight in the background and in the back of the whatever, you know. And it's so disrespectful to the guy that they're actually fighting. Do you have questions? They're gonna. These guys are gonna fight these other guys that are sitting up on the stage. Do you have any intelligent questions that you would like to ask them? And then that other fucking idiot gets up there and goes, "Now that the WWE deal is done, who would you like to hit with a fucking chair, you motherfucker?" That's, what we like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fuck up. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I gotta deal with every fucking weekend. Listen to this fucking idiot. <laughs> hey I'm happy <laughs>
0: I'm happy that the doctor you know, down there in Miami, yeah. was able to get you into fighting shit yeah. You know, because it feels like you are as sharp as a tack and have the energy to withstand this. Because it's a lot of bullshit that you got to deal with. Are you going to do this forever? Is this what you're going to do forever? Deal with this, and do they know that? Do the people that cover the sport who ask you the questions know that you're potentially going to be around forever?
10: Yeah. Now that I got Gary Brecka, I'm going to do this till I'm 90. Nice coming in there. Hell yeah. Fuck you. Still doing, <laughs>
0: yeah. still doing the whole thing. Have you thought about that or no? What? How long? How long you do this? Because you love it, That's it seems.
10: Still a lot of things that I, that I want to do. You know, th- the amazing thing about this business is there's no ceiling on this thing. There is no ceiling. So um, when you think about it, the population continues to grow every year. There's eight point something billion people in the world. Streaming is becoming a very real thing. And I believe that like when you look at the, the United States where we have Fox, ABC, NBC, right. CBS, There is going to be the equivalent to those globally, right? And as we continue to to build the sport, we move into these new markets. I continue to build performance institutes in these different countries. We got one in China. We got one in the United States. We're building one in Abu Dhabi. We're building one right now in Mexico City. I want to build one in Brazil. I want to build one in Africa. And as as these things continue to pop up and we continue to create this new, unbelievable, up-and-coming talent and grow the sport, there is no ceiling on this thing. So the
0: global, the globality of the WWE is very real with the UFC as well. Like the global audience matters. I think that's why we're seeing the Masters right now. They have this business in golf on lock because they have global rights deals. I think that are up almost every year that they're renegotiating all over the place with Endeavor. And you said you think that there will be global networks Is that a thought you think for Endeavor because you and the WWE have very similar styles? The WWE has performance centers all around the globe and their international rights TV deals are a big part of the business. Same with you with pay-per-view buys. Is that something that you think Endeavor has thought about or what do you think those networks will be founded by going forward?
10: 100%. I mean, if if you look at starting back in the 80s, I mean, sports rights have just been going like this. If you look at the new deal that the that the NFL just left, DirecTV, and went to um, YouTube. YouTube, I, I mean, the, 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 it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And one of the things that we learned, a lot of things we learned during COVID, but one of the things we did learn is you cannot live without sports. I mean, TV shows can pop up left and right, and maybe you'll watch some, maybe people won't. Live sports is an absolute machine and it's an absolute must. We have to have them. Life is not the same without live sporting
0: events. Tiger King came in there for like four days. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> kind of gave, gave us a good four or five days. The last dance gave us a, a couple of days. Sports, though, what I became an Aussie Rules football fan because it was yeah. the only fucking yeah. sport that was on. You just need to watch it. And what you have is like the most basic form of competition that every human wants to watch. It's great business. It's great business. You've done a fantastic
1: job with it. Ty, has a question for you. Dana, after the WWE uh, deal got done, a lot of people online were saying, like oh you know look for more crossover between the UFC and the WWE to happen in the future. And granted, you guys had amazing success with Brock, but he's one of one. And then you look at you know CM Punk and and not so much when he goes over there. Do you see that actually being a thing where there's going to be some crossover between your two promotions? Maybe not so much with wrestlers coming in and fighting in the octagon, but with you know like big stars from the uh, UFC like showing up on WWE programming.
10: Not really. I mean, it wouldn't happen any more than it has, uh, regardless of the relationship. When you had people who were, um, interested in becoming professional wrestlers, I mean, it was something that I was never really against anyway. I mean, if that's what they wanted to do and and they felt like their career was winding down and they were talented enough to do it and, and the, and the WWE was actually interested in them, I never, I never had a problem with that. Um, but when you talk about guys coming over here in the UFC, Brock is definitely a one-of-one. One, you know what I mean? Um, I'd say. He at, at a very high level, a, a collegiate, he's a, he's a big dude. He's, he's agile for, for being as big as he is. And, and he came over here and he won the title. There's not going to be any of that type of crossover. And then you had, you know, all the dummies online. Oh, no, this is going, all going to be fake, too. We're sanctioned by the athletic commissions in every state, you morons, okay? (laughs) The government oversees us. There's not going to be any, you know, they got the judges, they got the referees, they have all that stuff, and you can gamble on this. It's it's just like, nothing's going to change. It's exactly the same. The parent company can deliver a lot of things to both businesses. And if you're a guy like Ari, right, and we're we're going into uh, renegotiations with arenas, Ari has... The UFC, the WWE, PBR, and lots of other things. So he becomes very powerful. And also, when you're talking about renegotiating television rights like you were a minute ago, th- this company is an absolute powerhouse now. Yeah, I'd say. Go ahead, AJ.
9: Another powerhouse that you mentioned last time you were on, it was doing very well. How about Slap League? Where are you at with that right now? And I'm sure it continues
0: to grow. People still getting locked up? I assume they are. Huh? Well,
10: yeah. It's 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 been uh, it's been unexplainable, guys. I mean, the, the, the success that this thing has had. You know, it's it's been around for weeks, weeks. Wrap your head around that. Weeks. We have three and a half three and a half million followers on TikTok and Instagram already in, in weeks. Three billion social impressions. Um, Two hundred and fifty. Right now, we are the biggest short on YouTube ever. Dude, these are all stats. These are all stats
0: from the Slap League. We we looked these up. The numbers that your Slap League are doing is fucking absurd. Now, slapping people in the mouth on the internet has always been successful. Creating it to become a, you know, like a, a league in a way for people to make money, I think is good vision by you. You're taking it on the shins as these people are taking it in their buttons. But the fucking numbers speak for themselves digitally. And that's the whole strategy,
10: right? This is the whole strategy hundred percent. So I told you guys last time I was with you, when I launched this thing, we put it on television. We built a digital strategy. We built a social strategy. And it's almost sort of a test to see how this works. Cause I told you, I saw it back in 18, you know, it looked like they filmed it on a fucking flip phone in and in, in a basement and the thing's pulling 350 million views. I was like, God damn, what if you did this the right way? Now think about this. This thing is weeks old, right? On YouTube, we are the biggest, um, YouTube short ever in sports. We did uh it's something like uh 250 million views, right? The biggest one on YouTube for the NFL is 21 million, NBA is like million. five million, like formula one seven point eight, and the WWE's biggest one is sixty-four million. We destroy everybody in sports with power slap.
0: Yeah, digitally, socially, it is a big success because it's hard not to be You see two people standing right next to each other, Mm -hmm. staring at each other. It's hard not to be like, all right. What's going on? What the hell is about to happen here? And then you see the pump fakes. (laughs) Hi. Hi. And then... And then, boom. Start the clock. Oh, now there's a clock. Okay, got 30 (laughs) seconds. And then, bang, we're back. And it's like, what the fuck is this? It's like perfect internet. Yeah. It is like perfect... Internet, are you going to be able to, business-wise, take advantage? How do you plan on making the most of this as a company?
10: Well, we, we, did, this, we did this deal with Rumble. And what's crazy is it's, it's very reminiscent of the deal that I did with Spike TV, except it's bigger, okay, <laughs> which is fascinating. So Hell yeah. when, no, you. You, when you look at where Spike was when we started with them and you look at where Rumble is now that we're starting, Rumble now has 80 million access to 80 million uh, people. When we did the finale, 2.3 million people tuned in to watch the finale and 1.7 million of them had never been to Rumble before. 69% of the people who tuned in were 30 years old and younger. And where this thing really works is it works on social media, right? And it's really really good in bars. So, we're going to we're building this whole social media platform, we're building a digital strategy And we're building a bar business over the next couple of years.
0: Okay, so Amazon was able to negotiate with somebody to get into the bars for their Thursday night football deal. I assume you'll just have to do the same thing there.
10: Exactly what we will do. We'll do the same thing with Rumble. And I told everybody six months ago, watch what I do with this power slap thing in the next few months. And I'm going to tell you guys now, watch what I do over the next two years. Is
0: there any chance that this thing doesn't have success with you? It it sounds like this is a real... I don't want to say a passion project for you, but it feels like a lot of people have told you this won't fucking work. You shouldn't fucking do it. With only makes you, oh oh, is that right? You know, is that what's happening
10: here with Power Slap? Yeah, we think. You're absolutely right, my friend. <laughs> so, me and Lorenzo, me and Lorenzo Fortina have been down here, you know, uh, for like two, three days. Every meeting we've been doing is Power Slap meetings. Right now, sponsors, we're going to, uh, we're going to Abu Dhabi for season two. That deal. Fight Island. Time. Yeah. Slap Island? Like to wait to shove this up everybody's ass. I can't wait.
0: All right, let's talk about UFC 287 tomorrow. Obviously, you got the Masters happening of golf right into a stacked card down go. in Miami with Jorge Masvidal and Gilbert Burns battling, then Alex Pereira and Izzy Adesanya. Obviously, Stylebender is one of the greatest athletes on earth. What are you expecting out of tomorrow's fight card and how electrifying you think that building is going to be, Dana?
10: Yeah, I mean, obviously, the main event is awesome. You know, uh, everybody's going to be fired up about that. The co-main event, you know, with Burns and Masvidal. Um, The fight with uh, um, the Yanez fight uh, is awesome with, uh, you know, the new young kid that we brought in. Uh, Rob Font. Rob Font. Yeah, Rob Font, too. Yeah, Rob Font. And uh, I'm talking about uh, Raul and uh, Christian Rodriguez. You know, seven and zero undefeated versus eight and one, and then yeah, the the Rob Font fight with Giannis is going to be an absolute war.
0: A couple Massachusetts and New England folks fighting tomorrow night. Hell yeah! Obviously, we all remember when the uh, Chris Moutinho. Moutinho beat up uh, Sean O'Malley's fa- uh, hands with his mm-hmm. face. You know, it seems like every time those New England people yep. get in there, we got lightning and fireworks. We assume the same tomorrow. Congrats on all the success. Enjoy the hell out of Miami, Dana.
10: Yeah, thanks for everything, guys. It's always a pleasure, man. Hell yeah, you're the man.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Dana White. Yeah! What do you say? What do you say? The more you persecute, mm-hmm. the, the stronger the belief. What was it? Yeah, like
9: the more you're the more you are persecuted from the outside, the stronger you are in your beliefs.
0: Feels like that slap league. Yeah, power slap ain't going anywhere. Dana no. is not gonna let that thing go. Not gonna let it go. He's like the biggest that, you know, the NFL has, shortwise. You ever heard of them? YouTube Shorts, these are new, you know, reels or TikToks or whatever they call it. Google's gotten into the game. You know the biggest one the NFL has? Twenty one million. Pretty good. Twenty one yeah, right? million. That's huge. Two hundred fucking fifty is what we got. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty million. Okay. That's how many people are watching. You might not like it. People love it. Mm-hmm. This is how it goes. Pretty bullet. That's what Dana's thinking. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, Tone, what Tone,
9: you you have a Rumble account. How is it you've been watching on there?
0: Those numbers seemed weird. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'll say 80 million. That's a lot yeah. of people. How many people are uh, I guess it is a global thing. Like. Yeah, true. It it also. Fighting is very global. Well, Dana's audience fighting. is a global audience. Yeah. The UFC is a global audience. have fighters audience.
2: from all over the world. Plugged in everywhere, yeah. yeah
0: everywhere. Like South America, obviously. Africa has fighters. Yep. Australia has fighters. Russia. Europe Russia, has yeah. fighters. Russia. China, China, China has... Yeah. They
9: built a UFC institute in China. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're everywhere, man.
0: A lot of people over there. That means he did business. That'd be How's that work? Yeah. yeah. Did, like, have, that, that,
9: we'll ask him next time we need to.
0: That's one of those things that, like, as a journalist, I guess I don't do great, because as soon as I hear he's ever there, I go, wow, so many people going to watch. <laughs> that's my first thought is, like, business-wise, like, oh, my God, so he many people. He shook hand. He did? Yeah, and he also got him a bunch of shoes, too. A yeah, ton of shoes. That's the first time we talked to him in a long time. We didn't ask about Bula. Mm-hmm. Well, we did last time. Kind uh, of feel like yeah, we had uh, the time
1: for that. We had time for that. Yeah, Bula. but, yeah, Bula's come under some fire yeah. recently. Yeah, unfortunately. For his treatment of his cat. Yeah, he's fucking with his cat. Yeah,
2: he's pinching his ears and putting him in a hole and punishing him. What? Yeah. 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 This is on the internet? Yeah. Uh,
0: he wasn't punishing him.
4: Yeah, he, home
2: yeah home. he was. That was the whole Well, it was punishment, but he didn't know is what I'm yeah. um that's how they do it in Dagestan. where he's I from. Say, yeah, he, what where type
3: he, of cat? Where he comes from cats are the devil, which where I come from cats are the devil too. But
2: have you ever <laughs> met any of my cats are good cats? Yeah, no, he <laughs> loves crazy. cats I like Tony. Teddy.
3: I think I've only met Teddy.
0: Teddy's a good cat. Yeah. Teddy though, you if Teddy saw a bull smacking it, Teddy certainly Smack him back. Not immediately, but locking it in and going like, okay, hmm. wait for this human to walk past this particular place at this particular time, sure. and I'm coming, you know. A mountain lion. I do know that <gasps> if right there was a the mass top.
3: casualty event, those cats will eat my body.
0: I don't, you know, I hope if I was to die, I hope my cats would at least get to eat me if there was, you know sure. what I mean? Let sure. them live.
2: For sure. always have a party. you.
0: You have a cat, AJ?
2: Uh,
0: no, I do not. Cats scare me. Okay, so I was never a cat person either, and then Sam obviously brings a couple cats into my life. I'm a big fan. Cats are sweet. They're I'm a big, awesome. I'm a big fan cool. of cats. I've become a big fan of cats. Hasn't always been that way, but I've become a big fan of them.
9: I mean, they kill a lot of animals out there. A lot of small, a lot of small animals, birds. They, they serve a purpose.
0: And uh, the domestic ones, like they're just like dogs, but they can handle their own shit. And low maintenance, exactly. Yeah, they can kind of handle it, which is cool. Now, granted, inside of them, they do have that inner lion that you have mm. to, yeah, you know, wonder about. I remember, but if you build up enough mana. With your cat, that's right.
2: Yeah, great way <laughs> yeah. to put it. Exactly. You your will
0: cat. never, hopefully, be on the returning end of that. Like I thought yesterday, the Nova, our one cat that was literally in a dumpster mm-hmm. at a fast food place, then jumped into Sam's car, and then okay, this is your. I'm your cat now. Mm-hmm. Just moved in with Sam. That's how it. How it all happened. She, you know, because Sam's pregnant. The cats have sensed it, noticed it, and everything like that. I wonder what Nova would do if a human was to come in and try to maybe wreck shop against uh, our household. I do believe Nova would fuck. I think she'd go down swinging. Yeah, you'd go off. You know what I mean? Like, I think the little lion is also a good thing to have in the house every once in a while. I don't know if she would win against many humans, obviously. She's going to be a nuisance, though. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: why bangle cats are very interesting. I think Drake has one. I saw him post a picture. Bieber, too. They got one of those jungle cats in their house. That's I don't right. recommend that. Yeah, you Grow to, like, three feet
1: seems dangerous.
9: Pretty sweet. You got to take some clothes in, you got to take some like uh clothes or blankets into the hospital to introduce them to the new baby, to get introduce them to the smell of the animals and also take blankets from the hospital home to the babies or to the animals so they don't pounce on your baby.
0: Okay, is that what we got to do? Yes, it's
9: yeah. smart. People do that so they don't get yeah, so they get used to the smell or whatever so it's not like a foreign thing coming into their house, you know, those cats and Whatever he otters, everything you have living over there, like they the new world when a baby comes in.
0: I haven't seen any otters. Tim McAfee swears that he's seen an otter though in the back of the house. Did he right. shoot it? Never. No, didn't just open lucky, fire into Box of Lucky
9: lit. Charms probably. Wow,
0: that would, we have a fox over there now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that thing's just chilling. That thing has made its home actually your pool yard over there. So yeah, it has. It's yeah, it's just Do that With, its hair too, just fucking all over the all place. over the place. Yeah, he's walk
0: bleeding. down there. And it's that it's like, warm pool. Yeah, can't get in the pool yet, but I assume the fox will make its way into the pool at some point. It might melt. It does use all of the chairs, though. All the chairs.
2: Yeah. Why don't you just shoot it? Whoa. It's a fox. It might kill one of your cats. The cats will fuck up this fox.
0: Here's Drake's uh, jungle cat that he has in his house. Yep, that's the jungle cat.
9: Beasties. That thing's huge, bro.
0: That thing can yeah. jump up on top of anything. Oh, yeah. Because cats like to be at the top. That's like their thing, Look out. And then if that thing comes down sideways on you, and doesn't recognize you. I mean, who
1: knows? It's gone. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably right to the throat. Can't have Drake losing his throat. No. no. Well, no, 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 we no. could. No, Search and Rescue. Brand new song today, AJ.
9: Drake put out a new one today. Is it good? Yeah, hey, midnight. Yeah, 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 Bruce couldn't it. go
0: to Future last night because he was uh, yeah, so anticipating getting. the new Drake uh, mm-hmm. song, Search and Rescue. Uh, it's a bit of a bop. You can bob to it. I saw Bruce doing one of these to You hey, right a little bob going.
9: No three sixties like Posner.
0: No, just bobs. You do three sixties to Posner?
2: Like on occasion.
0: Yeah, how do on on video. Video. When you take a pill and a visa.
2: Yeah,
8: yeah. you got to got to take in the whole scene, you know.
2: Yeah, he was doing this one here. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That Bruce, was a corporate party. Yeah, Bruce yeah. is like a foot taller
0: than everyone in the crowd too. Bruce, you you made that party, Bruce. Not as much as Posner, but you know. Oh, wow.
10: Man. Yeah, Posner made the party. I was just happy to be there. Corso on the sax. What are we
2: What are we yeah. talking about here?
0: Every once in a while, we'll put on a throwback Posner banger in here in the Thunderdome, and it'll really feel good, because it will remind us of the times where Posner was just an artist trying to make good music, because now Posner is an artist who's... Just, uh, still making
4: good music. What?
9: Still now making just, good now he's music. he's just a huge weirdo. Now,
4: uh,
0: what's he doing now? I don't get being it. weird all the time. <laughs>
4: he's just spreading good <laughs> mana. That is all he's he does he's every single spreading day. Spreading
0: good mana. Yes, but he is. Zion, why are you being so negative? First was Zion,
1: now with post. I wasn't being. I, that, that Zion? That comes from a place of love. Okay. I love watching him play. I do not want to see him balloon up to three eighty-five and go have None to play. None of us our, do. No
0: one does. No. Go to the phone, the Five Energy phone line. Let's go to Alex in California. What's going on, Alex?
5: Hey, what's happening, Pat and the boys?
0: What's going on, Alex? Sadness. What's happening?
5: Hey, uh, uh, how we doing? Keep it moving. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, basically um, I tried to call in on Monday, and uh, uh, I've been talking to my coworker about it for the longest time. Uh, what about Aaron uh, Rodgers getting traded to the 49ers? And then on Tuesday, it came out that. Oh, after the the darkness or whatever, um, he was considered playing for the Jets. Now, previously, before the darkness, he was considered retiring. But now, is it possible that the Niners can maybe get rid of Trey Lance? Because he was technically a first-round draft pick. So you get rid of Trey Lance. You give uh, the Packers the other draft picks that they were asking for. And then possibly Aaron Rodgers, you know, reconstructs his contract, makes a uh, team-friendly deal for the Niners. How could he say no to that? Like every, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. every, everybody who even considers Aaron Rodgers going to the Niners thinks they're instantly going to the NFC Championship.
0: Agreed. Now, do you think the Packers would want to do business with the Niners? Follow up. With Jordan Love, a first-round draft pick for the Green Bay Packers being the quarterback that they have to see before he inevitably just leaves Green Bay and never get played, what would happen with him? And follow-up, just to redo his contract to go to the Niners, just to play for the hometown team, is that what you think?
5: Well, I mean, he grew up a Niners fan or whatever. He wore a... Uh, uh... Uh, you know, he, he he grew up an a fan. He always wanted to kind of, like, yeah. test those waters and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would love to get, like, Ty Smith kind of, like, and, like, would you take Trey on, Lance on. as a backup to Jordan Love? Yeah.
0: Oh, like, Trey Lance could that, be a backup to That's kind roof. of, like, hell yeah. yeah. A trade.
2: Fine, I would, yeah. That's let's, a great play. That's a it. great trade, actually.
0: Alex, good call. You know, Jordan Love has Trey Lance. Hell yeah. Now you yeah. got two guys. I saw Trey Lance throwing with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was spinning it. I mean, there was breakdowns of what he looked like coming out of the college into the NFL throwing a football to this particular throw, which is a dart, it does appear. He's working out with Patrick Mahomes. That can only be a good thing, you would assume. Mm -hmm. Trey Lance might be a guy, we have no idea. Jordan Love might be a guy, we have no
1: idea. So maybe we just put them both on the same team and figure it out. Why not? Let's do a Trey Lance great athlete. Maybe he plays tight end next year.
7: Whoa. Okay. (laughs)
1: Did you see him throwing with Patrick Mahomes? I did. He looks good throwing a ball cap on, too. I like that. I think that says a lot about a quarterback. But um, why not? (laughs) Why not put him at tight end? Maybe H-back.
0: AJ, why don't you you talk to Aaron since he got the rocks or anything like that since the workout with Lazard? Do you think the Niners are maybe in play here?
9: Uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if the Niners did try to make a play for him. But, Ty, Ty, are you saying you're not as swayed by, like, workout videos in the offseason as some people may be?
1: No, on the other side of it, I'm saying when I see a quarterback who has a ball cap on forwards and he throws a fucking seed, I say, okay, there's something here. This guy's got something. Okay. Thank you, Ty. Yeah. Okay. You get it. Ty yeah, gets so. it. What were you saying? What if it was backwards? What if the hat was backwards? Still pretty cool, but not as cool as a forwards mm. ball cap.
0: Good ball right here. This is a fucking strike
2: thing Is moving.
0: How cool would that be to be able to just throw like mm. that? And then Pat says,
2: okay, boom. It's kind of weird. He's not wearing to bulk up. Yeah, it I is. mean, and if we're breaking down throws, Trey Lance looks to be a little more on a yeah. line than Mahomes. Yeah, so we'll that's saying. Is time. that Des?
3: No, it was uh, MVS, I believe. The wide, out, the wide out? Yeah. I believe, yeah. In the video, I think it was tagged MVS. I could be wrong.
0: Okay. Hey, great catch. It was. By MBS. Yeah, yeah, MBS. Man. Good hand. MVS flying around. And you know, Jordan Love. Wishes he had an MVP. Who are the weapons? Just uh, Dobbs, Watson,
1: Aaron Jones, Victoria, maybe Aaron Jones, AJ, AJ Dillon. Dillon, and then I assume a lot. Of, there's, a, we'll see. I I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get Smith and Jigler a tight end in the first round. Oh, they're going to take a weapon
0: in the first I, round. I think so. I
1: think I, AJ,
9: how great would that be?
0: That would be fucking
9: I mean, awesome. Classic. I, I wouldn't. Uh, would you be shocked? No.
0: No, but it would be. Such an interesting little yeah, wrinkle no. of it
2: all. It'd be a final fuck
0: you. That's like if Aaron goes to all the OTAs and all the off-season workouts and does everything like that, yeah. a lot of the Green Bay people would be like, this is what we're – and then Green Bay drafts a mm-hmm. wide receiver in first. This is what we – What the hell? What are we? What are we? Oh, that's because humans are involved,
2: and there's <laughs> pride, ego, and things like that mm-hmm. taking place. It'd be a chef's kiss for good to You're talking about one of these.
1: Gotcha, bitch. I could see him taking multiple offensive guys this yeah. Year. Yeah. Every pick. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Wide receiver. Speed, mm-hmm. speed, 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 yep. speed. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to James in Ohio on the 5 Energy phone line. Go to 5RNG.com. Use promo code McAfee to receive... 20. 20% off all your 5-Hour Energy purposes or purchases. Remember, they got delicious flavors. This isn't the old-school 5-Hour Energy no. that tastes like ass. No, no, no. No, no. The same incredible boost of energy for at least 5 hours and incredible flavors, all available at 5hourenergy.com. Promo code McAfee, 20% off. What do you want to talk about, James? Speaking of ass, happy two-girls, one-cup Friday, boys. All right. Did kind of become that for about 15, 20 minutes. What do you want to talk about other than that?
2: Hey, listen. Carolina, without a doubt, has taken C.J. Stroud, and this is why. Bryce Young, Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, all undersized quarterbacks, Heisman winners. Once they got to the league, batted balls, tipped passes, so much that Carolina got a taste of it last year that they did an end depth study on what causes tipped balls and
9: batted
8: passes. Sorry about it, Bryce. Start looking for real estate in Houston.
0: All right. James has, uh, he hasn't figured out. Yeah. Oh, my God. What
8: causes
3: the, we didn't get the answer. What causes the bad ball? I, I, size, I, yeah. Short.
0: In yeah. Carolina did experience Baker Mayfield last year, so maybe that changes things, AJ.
9: Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't heard a lot of, like, Johnny Manziel comparisons to Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud so far, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not paying attention.
0: Yeah, we might have missed uh, all the conversation. We yeah. left out Kyler. Speaking of conversation, I think Kyler just got paid. Yeah, Steve was- Keim went on uh, Chris Long's Greenlight podcast and um, talked a little bit about Kyler. Said he's a good guy, great human. Just needs a you know, smile. Hone in on good smile. A good smile. He just needs to hone in on some Does things. grow that, up? Needs to grow up, or what do they say? Yeah, well, that's what Beecham said, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Ke- okay. Keim was answering a question about what Beecham said and said he just needs to kind of continue to grow and find out about the details, pretty much, is what Steve Keim said. So I don't think he's given up hope on Kyler Murray. I think he was speaking from a place of like, enjoying Kyler Murray, liking Kyler Murray as a person, wishing for Kyler Murray's success. Obviously, he's the one that gave him the contract and drafted him and everything like that. So he is also admitting that there's some things that he's got to work on. Hopefully, Kyler will be able to hear all this noise and become a better quarterback for the good of his team and his legacy. I'm sure he will. And I know um, just
9: – like a couple minutes ago on the old chat, I think they posted a, a picture. Kyler is posting something from a off-season workout, showing how he's getting back on the field. Squatting,
0: yeah, he, he was squatting with a sleeve on, and Kyler is an absolute. dog Dog. athletically the only man that's ever been drafted top five i believe or top 10 top 10 top 10 in both mlb and the nfl his talent is never ending it's like a pasta or salad from olive garden Mm -hmm. it's just is that enough to win is what a lot of people ask and whenever they have that clause in a contract that no quarterback has ever had it immediately makes all of us question does this guy care as much as everybody else he's an incredible video gamer He's got incredible talent. Yep. Everybody seems to like him as a person. Will he ever be able to be the guy? I think he looks to quell that answer.
3: You said you threw up from two girls, one cup. I almost threw up by people who tweet uh, like a video or something like that and says Kyler Murray squatting 13 weeks after, and then they put that fucking sentence at the bottom mm-hmm. and says, driven may be an understatement. Yeah. He is.
9: That's what I noticed. Might be I an mean. If
3: that fucking drives me insane.
0: Well, Come you're on. driven, then, What? Why is it yeah, drive you insane? Though? He's
9: driven wow. for greatness.
3: Same That's reason right. it drives you insane. This guy probably doesn't even know him. He's just probably making some blanket statement like, oh, Kyler is so fucking driven. Look at him doing squats. No one else in the NFL does squats.
2: Come Not 13 weeks after surgery.
0: feel-good Friday. Hey. It was yeah. until you try to make it not, and you can live in that world by yourself. Mm-hmm. I will continue to believe that Kyler has the potential to be great and great inside of him, Hell yeah. and he will reach that level. If he doesn't, we'll all say, why did they pay him that amount of money if they felt like they had to put the clause in there that he doesn't work hard enough off the field like everybody else has to at the posi- uh, position that he's at to be great? Time will tell. AJ, speaking of time, it's time for us to <laughs> enjoy this Masters weekend, pal. Any final thoughts to say to the beautiful people that are watching or listening from around the globe, AJ? Well, I, don't, I don't know. I think
9: with the, as far as the Masters, I'm going to stay with John Rahm being my pick, like I said yesterday.
0: Okay, he is currently at 8-under. I believe Kepka is at 12-under still at the lead. Rahm in the middle of his round. Kepka is hanging out in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's having a couple teas. teas. Maybe a pimento cheese sandwich. What? For, maybe he's enjoying a little bit of the wine that they allegedly have there. What? Uh, whatever he needs to do to remain an absolute dog. dog on the course through the weekend, he will try to do. John Rahm's a beast, as is Sam Bennett, as is Dana White and Calvin Johnson. All the boys. Great week, boys. Great work.
8: Great
0: work this week. Mitt, Dirty, Bill, Nick, Bruce, ZD Baby, Foxy Baby, Diggs, Ty, Connor, Phil, AJ. Pat.
3: What? I hope your platypus is better than one day. Pac-Man Jones.
0: Yeah. Darius was on this week. Lombo. Rappaport was on. Lombo was on. Solely. New friend of the program. Anyways, thank you all so much. Okay? We have so much fun. We are still in the middle of up to something season. Mm-hmm. Will there be news next week? Potentially. Will it be big? Probably. <laughs> It is a wild time to be alive. We are grateful for everybody. Let's enjoy the hell out of the weekend. Let's win some bets. Let's watch great golf. Let's enjoy this life. And on Monday, we'll be back to talk about it all. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice on this Feel Good Friday. We're going to Chef Bo's. Goodbye.